Hello, and welcome to tonight's D&D game. I am your Dungeon Master, Cody Jehe, and joining me as always, I am joined by my friends uh, as we play a uh, bi-weekly, bi-monthly homebrew every two weeks. Yeah. Um, this week, I'm joined by our lovely friends, Ozol, playing Ozol, uh, Zach. What's up, guys? Uh, Burn, played by Dean. What up? Stolas, played by Dini. Hey, everyone. Marius, played by Max. Good evening, everyone. It is a pleasure to be back. And Zolthus, played by Batfish. Welcome, sweet angels. What up? Uh, <laughs> go ahead and roll that intro, Zach. <clears throat> So this week, we are doing something a little bit different. We're playing a monster of the week slash month, since we I'm shooting for like two to three episodes, uh, where we kind of do some smaller micro episodes. Our players wanted to maybe hold off on some of the bigger stuff so that the campaign doesn't go too fast, but also do some of the stuff they wanted to do. Uh, so we finished up our Metal Gear Solid arc, which was interesting to say the least. Um, it got mixed reviews, but that's okay. We try things, some of them work, some of them don't. But uh, we find ourselves back on the flotilla. Do you guys want to talk about what you got for this level, since you guys are now 12th level? Uh, and you guys can just go down the, the list in order of introduction. Uh, sure. So uh, my character is now level 12. Um, the two wizard spells that I get every level are Contingency, which uh, during this session I will try to buy the material item that I need to cast that, and Chain Lightning. Uh, I still only have one six-level spell slot, so that one I have to be very selective about. So I'll probably be taking advantage during long travels to cast Contingency and then switch back to um, a normal spell. I also got some Chronomancy benefits, um, so Ozone will be able to manipulate um, combat a little bit more, um, either incre increasing my odds to go first or... Um, imposing disadvantage on the enemies and then just some other things that we've um, already seen so that should be pretty fun to uh to use what about you dean awesome burn what about you yeah i got a feat um two feet not two kidding. feet no just the one i was like oh, really no just oh, two. i got a feat too actually um oh what was yours it was Warcaster, sorry. So my concentration checks will get a little bit better. And I can uh, now cast a spell as a reaction for opportunity attacks. And I can have a sword in my hand while I cast spells, which is pretty dope. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. Um, my feat was mobility. So I could move an extra 20 feet when uh, I uh, dash. So instead of 60 feet, I could get all the way up to 80 feet, which 
is kind of where I've been struggling to like get to where I need to go because Burn is an up close fighter. So it sometimes it takes like two turns just to get to the guy I need to attack. So the twenty feet is a huge bonus. Um, <clears throat> it also um, uh, it. Uh, when you attack, you basically it allows you to disengage from. That oh, that's one right. Person. Yeah. yeah, so I can I could attack and then disengage without getting an opportunity attack. So I could right. hit someone, move away to the next guy, or you know whatever I see fit. Because there have been a lot of times where I've wanted to move away, and I'm like, well, I'm gonna get attacked, so I might as well just stay here. So that's also a huge game changer for burn. Um, and then. Didn't have to do with the level, but last game I got a new sword, uh, which is wild. Um, it has like 80 feet of of light, so 40 feet of dim light and then an additional 40 feet of bright light. Right, Cody? It was 80 feet It's the other way around, but yeah, you're right. Oh, okay. 40 feet of bright, 40 feet of dim, yeah. Yeah, so it's wild. So pretty much we'll never run out of light if I have my sword out. Uh, and yeah, then it, it deals yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, radiant damage or fire damage on top of my already radiant damage that I deal. So it's it's pretty insane, actually. Yeah, it's like 46 every hit. And it's a bonus action to activate the fire on yeah. top of your additional D8. And that's not even counting any smites. So I think your like, base damage is like 35. Yeah, it'll be pretty wild. It's going to be, I can't wait to use it. Uh, and then I got some HP, but I think that was pretty much it. Hell yeah. What about you, Stolos? Um, well, uh, I didn't get a feat this time, but I did gain a um, level four spell slot, which is pretty cool. Oh. I learned a ton of really cool spells. Um, should I name them? or? Oh, yeah, go ahead if you want to. Okay, so for this um, this level uh, 12, I learned Banishment, Fire Shield, Greater Invisibility, Polymorph, Stone Skin, Dimension Door, Vitriolic Spear, uh, Relithim, Psychic Lance, and Summon Aberration, which sounds really cool. Um, Holy shit. Also, last game, I did earn a Helm of Telepathy, which... Um, I believe last game I was uh, attuning to. Yes. So I should be able to take advantage of that. It lets you cast detect dots or uh, cast suggestion. Bro, I want to detect thoughts. Where are they at? Boners, dude. <laughs> yeah, but that's sweet. it. Marius, what about you? Marius has attained uh, 10th level in Cleric, so now he can call on the Divine Intervention of Helm and bring his uh, his power down on our foes. Uh, it's a percentage chance ability that uh, could allow the DM to intervene on our behalf if if our need is great and I succeed on this role. Hell yeah. And uh, you got a magic rock. I, I, yes, I got a uh, a feather token of stone, which is a uh, one-time use item that could come quite in handy in the future. Yeah, it's cool. Some David and Goliath shit. 
if if you roll high enough. Uh, Zoltis, what about you, bud? Uh, it was actually mostly just uh, ability score improvements for me. So it was uh, basically yeah, ability score improvements uh, all around. So I had screenshotted it here. Uh, I buffed to... Sorry, I was on the wrong tab. I uh, upped my constitution was went up and my wisdom went up as well. And by plus one each. Um, and that was about it for me. Other than that... Uh, I was didn't get to choose a feat this time. I thought I did. Um, but I'm double checking here. I don't believe I was, was able to. Yeah, if you but, take uh, uh, ability yeah. score improvements, you don't get the feat, but you do get the bonuses uh, associated with them. Okay, maybe I mixed that up then, but uh, I didn't see the option for a feat, sorry, but we'll, we'll uh, basically we'll, uh, I can discuss that later with you. Sure, man, no worries. And uh, you also got a magic item, but I think we talked about it at the end of the last episode, but is a necklace of adaptation. Yes, which uh, allows me to breathe uh, in area. Let's see. Allows me to breathe in um, any environment. Uh, I have advantage on saving throws against harmful gases and vapors, such as cloud kills, striking cloud effects, inhaled poisons, and breath weapons of some dragons. And I had to attune to that. Uh, so. I don't believe. I believe I did do that. I'm trying to remember who was another item that I attuned to, but I believe that was my first item I attuned to. Um, yes, you also got the dragon's breath um, organs that you can have surgically put in your body, uh, which might be the other one you're thinking of, but you found that a couple episodes ago. Yeah, acid with organ breath. Uh, that yeah, that was at last session too. Nice, but. That was it. Oh, I was going to ask about a retcon. We had the 10-day journey back to the flotilla, mm -hmm. correct? Uh, mm -hmm. Can I say that I asked someone in the crew, let's say Marius, to explain to me some of the events of of uh, what happened in Barovia so I might be able to reference them? Of course, yeah. Cool. So I'll just say that because I also watched the campaign uh, as well, so I... I might my character might make comment on on some events like finding Marius in a hole or something but who knows sure Marius is that something you would want to share with Zoltis I guess is the only, the only yeah question. sorry that's well Zoltis I mean you you'll need to ply me with some wine in order to get the full story I mean there is quite a bit to tell we were on the road for a year and some change before you decided to join us so I'll I'll say that Marius I've conscripted him to tell me a bedtime story every night for the next few few weeks or maybe maybe even a month or two who knows uh, to tell me the stories of Barovia and each night I'll I'll promise to bring him at least two cups of wine. Nice. This seems uh, amenable to me. I I could I could tell you a story or two. All right. Uh, Cody. Of course. Did we get our treasure before or after we came home? 
or came uh, back? You, I think canonically, you technically got it on the boat. So if you were wanting to attune to the item in the 10-day period, I'm just going to say you did it. Yes. Presumably, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, just for roleplay purposes, uh, Burn is going to ask Ozal to teach him how to attune, because I've never done that before. So um, Burn will sit with Ozal and... Like Yoda teaching Luke about the ways of the Force, Ozal wow. will teach Burn. There's love it. That's I'm cute. Joke, but, I won't. but yes, that's perfect. Just ponder your orb, my dear boy. I think we all. Bro, kinda... with this music going, that was tight. That yeah, was pretty tight, yeah. actually. It's pretty clutch. I, th- I think after that crazy prison break, we all forgot that we might want to do something on the journey back. <laughs> Of course, yeah, and this is a good time to do it before we hop into our, our next arc here. And, I, and again, it's going to be a series of arcs. My goal is to keep them between one and three episodes. It all kind of depends on our players, how fast they chew through clues and find things. I mean, you guys are 12th level. Um, this first one's not too hard. I'm really excited about it, though. So, Cody, the uh, figurine of wondrous power that I got on the yes. description, it doesn't say it needs attunement, so it should be fine just to no, use that one, correct? No, the wondrous power, yep. The big Fantastic. thing with those that you're going to want to keep track of, um, and this is a mistake I made as a player, uh, I threw mine out into a chasm, which is fine, except that it was flying in the air, and I wasn't close enough to catch it, and I lost mine in the Underdark. So if it gets knocked out of its form and it falls, it drops to the ground where it stands. So you got to be a little bit strategic where you put it, because you can lose them. Okay. Good to know. So, a word of caution from Dungeon Master. Um, being that we are still in town, does anyone need anything before we begin? Um, for before we start, no. But during before, no, before we, start. we begin our next adventure, you are in town. You have a couple days of downtime before our adventure starts. Yeah. So during that downtime, I will prepare. Well, actually. I need to get something that, uh, but I need to know which merchant is from. A statuette carved from ivory and gems that is worth fifteen hundred gold. <clears throat> That's an interesting one, and I've been thinking about this because we talked off stream about this. Maybe trade district. Trade district's a good call, but what you are looking for is a specialty artisan item. I would say one of three places you could find it. Trade District is probably the lowest tier. It's like a C tier for finding it, right? Mm-hmm. B tier would be the Elven Embassy, but you're not an elf, so that doesn't help you. But you could try, right? Are they and, racist? They don't let other people go. Oh, yeah, them? dude, they're totally. They're, they're oh, knife ears, dude. You're not a knife ear. And um, what would be the third most likely? The Nobility Quarter. You want to talk about, like, opulence and, like, artisan anything, right? Paintings, sculptures. It is something the nobles pride themselves on as material wealth, right? The show of status. That's probably your best bet in my mind. Okay. Um, um, can I go begin, with... I need to do that. Can I go with Zozal? Of course. You can go with Zozal. <clears throat> Zozal, yeah. Um, yep. Burns pretty charismatic with the merchants. Uh, he also has rustic hospitality, so... If Ozol needs help convincing these guys to, you know, help him out, Burn's gonna try yeah. and try and. Ozol Burn... will cast uh, prestidigitation on Burn's clothing and his own to make them nice and beautiful. His armor will gleam and glisten. 
glistening in the sun like a wax like some turtle wax on there mr miyagi yeah uh burn also wants to talk to ozal in private okay yeah yeah uh, go ahead and put yourselves on the trade quarter we'll start with or the nobility quarter um and yeah talk talk while you walk talk while we walk you love it ozal i have concerns yes my boy it it's, uh, involves Marius. Oh, go on. I can't seem to help but notice he keeps almost getting us killed. In what regard, my dear boy? The situation on the boat. He tipped us all over. Then transporting us into an alternate dimension in the whale. Now... To be fair, I put myself in that situation, but it was quite concerning. And then again, when we were in that magical underwater snow globe, it just seems that he's a bit of a rogue and we need to sit down and talk to him. I see. Well... The issue on the boat, I think, was accidental. I think it was a spell he's not cast frequently. Oh, I'm not saying he's doing it on purpose. I'm saying that he's fucking wild. I see. Well, that has always been in his nature. He's both gotten us in and out of quite dangerous situations. You're not wrong. When would you bring this up to him? How? I don't know. That's why I came to talk to you. I think he's a good person. Have you attempted to sense his aura? Oh, he's got amazingly a beautiful aura. He's a cleric, for God's sakes. But I will sit down with him and and dis- and <laughs> try and tame his wilds. I see. Is that sexual? If I may... <laughs> is it? I don't think it is. I just was curious. If I may offer an advice. In the cauldron of camaraderie, suspicions brew like a mystic potion. I'm not suspicious us, of the man. Let us not be too quick to label, but rather to peer together into the depths of his intentions. Wow. You're so wise. I just... Like miniature you Buddha. You that. I covered with beard. <laughs> I feel like you googled that. No, I wrote that. That's in my head. I I did try and beautiful. I did try and talk to Max before the stream, but I was on mute and he kept leaving. I was like, "Fuck!" That's actually super fucking funny. It wow. is. Hilarious. I was like, "Max, I have to ask you something," and he's like, "I gotta go." And I was like, "Max!" And he came back, and I was like, "Okay, Max, they need to ask you something." He's like, "I'll be right back." And I looked down. I was like, why is he not listening to me? And I was on mute. I was like, oh my god. Dude. I was like, I don't want him to feel ambushed before the show. (laughs) But I felt like talking to Ozal, you know, player knowledge and character knowledge are different. So you you talked to Ozal on the way to the Noble District. Get great advice, by the way. Machiavellian plans to overthrow your cleric and and bind him in some way. No, uh, I don't, I'm not you. suspicious of that. <laughs> it's just he Which keeps putting is, us in greater danger. 
my wife and I watch a lot of Bridgerton, so talking shit about oh my god is like <laughs> perfect for the nobles' quarter. As you see, ladies fanning themselves and and just taking a walk around the nobility quarter. Yeah, um, they do love the cheese, man. <clears throat> it sits a little higher um, than the other boats because you know nobles they they sail a little higher. So uh, as you enter, you you feel right at home with your. Your your hate speech. I mean, your wow! How dare you! <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> hey, if anyone um, needs hate speech, Stolas is plenty. Oh yeah, with all for all the. I yeah, can't believe helps. you left me out of the shit talking. I'm just saying. Oh man. Um. Oh yeah, he would love it over here. Oh, Stolas. The the three things Stolas loves: the beautiful noble women. Uh, talking shit and street food. Uh, oh, 100%. 100%. Hello, Brenton. Hello, Abdulio. And Toy Mafia. Oh, beat Zach to it. Take Sup, guys. Wow. Um, you arrive. You're a little bit lost because noble housing is like, hey, is that a shop or is that a house? That building's too big to be a common house. No, that's definitely a house. What about the next one? Oh, that's like a boutique. Um, go ahead and give me perception or survival if you're trying to like track down some sort of artisan craftsman. Twenty one for Mister Gray. Oh, you guys can switch your names back too. I don't know if I, I was just about to mention stream. that. Yeah. Uh, you can hit the cog and fix that I, shit. I critically right. failed that roll. <laughs> Why did it roll in at advantage? I didn't. Uh, I probably clicked it when we were oh, talking. Okay, about perfect. Your, yeah, you're going to do power. Um, 21 for perception burn you are so taken in by these women these beautiful women in their opulent dresses fanning themselves that uh you get separated from from ozal you just like kind of like post up like in the corner like hey girl as they keep walking by <laughs> burn on the other hand or um, ozal on the other hand you you are on a mission, and no women's wiles will sway you from it as you find an entire art row. You have craftsmen, uh, sculptors, uh, smiths, jewelry design center, um, people who paint art are art, art, art painters. Um, that just hurt my brain an trying artist. to artist yep that's the one <laughs> illustrator <laughs> an art painter <laughs> you find mickey the mouse uh in picasso style painting um how would you like to approach this conversation his name is mickey mouse no i was just saying oh, what okay. they're drawing illustrators just, sure don't worry about um, it. one off line sure i will approach and uh Pull down my cloak, give a long sweeping bow, and say, "Good evening." Behold looking my to penis. Bonsoir, I'm looking to monsieur. commission Just... some art. You want the art? Yes, that is true. Do you work in ivory? Oh, but of course. Very good. I would like a stone carved of myself, made from ivory. And if we're able to decorate it with stone, well, decorate it with stones. You want like gems. the gemstones? What kind? Sapphire to match your cloak, diamond to match your suit. 
My budget is 1,500 gold pieces for both the ivory and the gems. <sighs> He's a little bit offended at how low your budget is. Doesn't need to be a large chunk of ivory. Do you want the likeness to look just like you? No? At least recognizable, yes. Perhaps. He pulls out um, what looks like some sort of tactical battlefield board game. He pulls a small soldier from it and hands it up to you. It is a decorated ivory piece that looks like some sort of knight. Uh, and he's holding some sort of sword with whirling blades on it and a hand crossbow. Um, they're painted blue. And he says, something like this? Yes, but it will need to be in my image of a wizard. Mm. Uh, he kind of looks at you and, and it pulls out a sketch pad and begins to draw you. Um, just kind of rough outlines at first and then shading in and he kind of turns it around to you and it looks, it's pretty decent, right? Uh, just for kind of like a draft sketch. And he says, I will need uh, about a week, maybe two, to get it whittled and carved, painted and encrusted with your gems. How long do we have before we go on the monster mission? You're leaving today, you just don't know it yet. Oh shit, that's too long. I'm sorry, my guy. It's, a, it's an artisan piece. <sighs> you can't rush art to quote Toy Story 2. And what would this cost? <clears throat> With my time and my superior craftsmanship, probably 2,000 gold pieces. No? Mm. And then you will have the one and the only Francois. My budget is closer to 1,500. Is there any wiggle room in this number? Oh, mayhap. Perhaps you could help me with a small problem I'm having in my own private life? And what is that problem? I'm seeking legal representation. My wife has left me and she is trying to take the house. I'm afraid I will not be able to represent you in a court of law. Man, a man of your intelligence could learn the law like that, no? You see, my friends and I are quite busy. I believe perhaps 2,000 would be adequate. What stones does 2,000 buy me? Well, I could get you some small sapphires, perhaps for the eyes and the top of the staff. Uh, the rest will be carved with a perfect ivory, and I will put in some filigree upon the base, and everyone will know that you have had a genuine Francois. Uh, very good. And how much will you require up front? Half. Uh, can I roll an insight? Does this guy seem pretty reputable in this district? Or is he kind of like... Oh, yeah. A... You, passive perception. Francois is the guy for statues and such okay, art gotcha. pieces. Gotcha. Right. Okay. Uh, I will give him a thousand gold to begin work. Uh, leaving me with twelve hundred gold. He kisses both of your cheeks and bids you good day. Thank you, Francois, and I wish you luck finding your legal representation. Uh, I will bow. If you know anyone, just come back to Francois. I will give you the discount, no? Very well. I will um, sort of tap Burn on the shoulder and 
we will leave the nobility quarter to begin our mission. Burn, did you have any luck with the ladies? Um, no. No? No, I didn't. Too highfalutin, huh? <clears throat> That's okay, that means they're expensive. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what are the rest of you doing as you wrap up the nobility quarter and we head back uh, to the artificer's core? Stolas, Marius, Zolthus, lots of it's it's and us's. This is an us's. This is an us's. Just to give us an idea, sorry. So since yeah. they just left the artificer core and spent what an hour or two down there. Yeah, probably. So, do you believe uh, has anyone attempted to try and make a hollow ground here within the? Uh, Within the flotilla? Who are you talking to, out of curiosity? One of the artificers. Uh, I was just kind of curious if they know of... Because they have their pretty advanced aerial defense system, but have we tried casting hollow here? Uh, Slag will kind of look up at you as he's kind of working, and he'll gesture around to him, and he says, uh, My god is... The steel and the magic that binds the universe. I do not need as higher power when I can craft power with my own hands. So no, he has not tried. Hmm. Uh, theoretically speaking, it could be done, but you also have to take into account it is a moving platform, not necessarily a plot of land. Although some of it is a plot of land that has been transported onto a moving platform, you also have to account for the water. Water typically grounds magic in general, so... Uh, I don't know. I'm just kind of curious how if that could potentially work, maybe for the temple district or a way to create a safe haven from, you know, fey fiends and un- undead. Uh, Slag will gesture to the aerial defense system and smile. Mm. Uh, he says, "I'd like to see them try." Eh, very true. They already kidnapped him once. I mean, <laughs> you're not here, Ozal. Shut up, God. But you're not wrong. All right. Well, I don't think there's anything else I need to get done in the time frame. Since, what about y'all? Is there anything you require before we try and head out? I still need to kind of maintain my disguise, so I'd prefer not to go wandering around the city too much as long as I can. Now that uh, I'm being hunted by three factions. (laughs) (laughs) The more I can hide myself, the better, probably. So are are Ozal and Burn returning to the core? Um, uh, I'm not sure. That's kind of up to you guys. Um, yeah, I'm just going back to, I guess, wherever our central base of operations is. Also, um, oh, what does um, Slag have to say uh, to sell or uh, even, uh, I guess, the Artificer Core in general? Uh, Artificer Core is more of a crafting device at the moment uh they do do okay. sales but most of it's like commission based like hey i want this here are, you know what materials do i need what do i want you know what i mean mm. um 
And then you can, I mean, since you know... Oh, excuse me, I just burped. Uh, a couple artificers, you're probably going to get a discount uh, on labor, at the very least. Um, theoretically, down the line, I will have more of a shop built for them, depending on how things go, right? Because it's a living world, so things can change. Um, but yeah. Was there something you wanted commissioned out of curiosity? Uh, no ideas yet, but... Okay. One of the big ones, I would say that one of the easier big ones that you could have commissioned is things for your ship. So cannons, ballistas, trebuchets, um, water mines that you could drop behind the ship, um, mm. harpoons and grappling devices, better sails, armor plating, things like that. Uh, more comfortable room and board navigation systems, fog defense, uh, we, anti-terrorist we no, missiles. No weaponry uh, on the ship right now offensively? No. You have uh, what your captain called contingency plans, which were boxes spread out across the deck that you're not quite sure what they do yet, but that's kind of a, a surprise for later. Uh, whereas the uh, wave cutter was equipped with a, like a ramming wedge and a couple ballistas at the front, right? On top of having like a, a prisoner's quarter below in the very front, kind of towards the ramming wedge. So, uh, so um... is... oh, go ahead. So, uh, about how much, I guess, uh, Stolas will ask Slag or Kringlis how much it would cost to add a couple of ballistas, like offensive? Uh, a couple, what quality, uh, what size, right? Yeah, that's how many, true. How um, many shots? Do you want, like, a repeating ballista? Do you want a multi-shot ballista? He kind of starts going through, like, schematics. There's like a, one that looks like an X that can launch two bolts at once, but takes longer to reload. There's just your singular ballista you're kind of used to that's um, mounted on like a, a movable surface so it can move like uh, 80-ish, 90-ish degrees, right? Like left, right, that kind of thing, uh, depending on where you mount it. Um, okay, so I guess for comparison's sake, what is the price difference between, say, the two-shot ballista and a, like a single shot ballista that can move uh all said and told a a standard ballista is about 800 gold pieces uh with installation materials uh and the time to build it and have it installed right uh, a two-shot ballista is a little bit more complicated you're looking probably about 1200 a piece um repeating ballista is probably somewhere in the middle probably like a thousand gold um Hmm. Okay. Well, I I guess I'll ask the rest of the squad if we, they think we need a ballista or even a cannon. Um, yeah. Because I've got I've got some money, so it's I'd easily be able to afford at least two of those. So I think uh, I think ballista. Yeah. Or a cannon would be quite a, a worthwhile investment for the ship. Um, how much were those again? Uh, anywhere from eight hundred to twelve hundred a piece. If you want, like a cannon or like some sort of uh, uh, magical uh, device, it's going to be kind of upwards of of that twelve hundred point. Um, what what would it cost to get one made, or or how long, or not cost? Sorry, how long would it take to get installed on the ship? Oh, a day or two. 
Right. It's, mm -hmm. it's not okay. going to take that long by the time they get it crafted and shipped out. I think a uh, a magical ballista that you know generates its own bolts would probably be a really good in investment. Okay. It would uh, also save on ship's weight and storage. For sure. The Slag will thing... kind of point you towards um, a device he's been working on uh, called a clockwork oaken bolter. And it's kind of this dragon mouth shaped uh, smaller ballista that has like these portable spider legs on it. Um, and it can be mounted to one place or it can move across the deck uh, if you needed it to kind of do that. It can make multiple attacks, um, including a melee attack. Should someone attack on deck, um, it also has a lancing bolt that has a range of 100 to 400 feet, plus 7 to hit, 2d10 plus 4 piercing damage, uh, and a harpoon uh, with a range of 50 to 200 feet. Um, does less damage, but you can tether two items. Does that sound appropriate to Stolas? Is that something you would like? Um... I guess the only question I have is how fire resistant are these or damage resistant compared to like a cannon that's made of like iron or um let me pull back up the character sheet. So can damage immunities it is immune to poison. It cannot be poisoned. Uh condition nice. immunities <laughs> it can't be charmed, exhausted, frightened, paralyzed, petrified or poisoned. Uh, but there's nothing against it saying that it can't be burned. It does have magic resistance, so it gets its own like spell sheet and everything. It's got an AC of 16. Um, you said you just kind of you kind of got to set the barrier on it, so uh, it only activates for so far in one area. Oh my goodness, we have a donation. Thank you so much. Yeah, Vervain says, "Can I enhance Stolas?" But like with something funny, like is there a funny enchant enchantment? Can I give him a stupid hat? Uh, Vervain, it can be <laughs> for $5. If you want it to be a stupid hat, I will craft... Oh, no. A stupid hat. My whole system just, like, restarted. Uh, can you hear me still? Yeah. Okay. Strange. Um, yeah, whatever you want, Vervain. <laughs> can I roleplay this out? Uh, yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. <laughs> While Burn is in the uh, the nobility quarter, he finds a little stall selling like very ornate hats and stuff. Um, yes, so okay. Burn, Burn's gonna buy Stolos like one of those big, poofy, feathery like Frenchman nobility hats. Oh my god, the swashbuckler hat! Uh, yeah, kind of like that. Okay. <laughs> Just like very ornate, but like. Hideous sin, because uh, Burns kind of a goober, and he's like, "Oh, Stolas has feathers. He'll like this." <laughs> it was better. like the only hat on sale because it's so ugly. There's Nobody would buy it. There's a parade <laughs> happening, and someone just throws the hat, and it happens to ring your head, and you're just like, "Oh, free hat." Oh, yeah. Okay, I don't have to spend gold on it. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, Stolas, please add stupid hat to your inventory. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious, Vervain. Thank you so much. Adding one stupid hat. <laughs> you can type in whatever description you want. Um, 
We're gonna say it's worth like yes, Abdullah, like a musketeer hat. Ooh, what if like we get into a fight and, and Stolas uses the hat as a distraction? Uh, it's it's like plus it's one. So ugly, terrible. Uh, but yeah, you could use it as a distraction. You could uh, swashbuckle your way across the field. Um, dang, dude. Sorry, I'm trying to get roll twenty back up and running. It just like crashed. So. I will be with you momentarily here. Um, Max, with all said and done, Slag said, because it's a prototype, he'll give it to you for 1500 hmm. Well, Sola, so you know, I could, I could split that with you if that's something you'd like. I think it would be a huge mistake for us not to do this, so I agree. Okay. I'll split the price with you, seven fifty per person. Awesome. Will do. Um, uh, Burn is not present currently, I don't think, with you guys. But no, he will also I, he'll pay some too. I was gonna. The only thing I was going to maybe quickly say just beforehand is just we'd want to maybe see what our next mission is. But we might want to spend that money elsewhere beforehand. But it's. I, I think overall, I do agree uh, that we should get some sort of offensive capabilities on the ship. That's why I asked. That's why I was asking. What do we have? Um, but uh, Slag will also offhandedly kind of mention to you that now that Mr. Kojima is back, there is a a race, a technology race, as he has begun to appropriate their clockwork technology for the flotilla. What did, what does that mean, sorry? Uh, He's clockwork. working on experimental clockwork technology for the flotilla. Oh, which is like the the clockwork. Uh, yeah, like the soldiers. The tech stuff. behind the sold those types of soldiers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The uh, I I don't have a lot, sir. What was the total there? I don't, I have about twelve hundred gold. I don't mind uh, contributing a bit as well. Fifteen hundred was the cost. So five hundred apiece, or. Um, if Marius, depending on how you guys want to split it up, it's fifteen hundred. You can split it four ways if you want to. I can, I can, and the only other thing actually. I, was I mean, but ask, Burn's you, not here for it, so I don't think he should contribute since he's not here to actually say anything for it. later. Yeah, so let's say we can role play that and you know talk about sure. it whenever yeah, it comes up. You think that Burn would be okay with helping you guys out? Okay, so, so divide it four ways? Yeah, three three ways? Hmm. But yeah. Yeah, you have um, to divide it three ways for now, and then burn will reimburse you guys. Okay. Do, so do our rings still work? Right, I forget. Did you say they work as comms still? Uh, they only work within the city at this point, um, due to Arthur's diminished arcane power. Okay. From not being able to feed on the flesh of mages. <laughs> Okay, because I, I I remember you saying they just lost their teleport. Uh, oh, their Fulton ability. Yeah. Yeah. You guys still have the crystals for that, though. You guys, I think, were each given two Fulton crystals. All right. Thank you. So, uh, if not, I would write that down. <clears throat> uh, with that, you guys kind of head back to the commons and. Try to meet up with those all and burn, I suppose. Uh, Slag will deliver your 
Uh, single ballista to your boat. The Lucy. Uh, the only thing I'll do is, as I'm uh, in the artificer's area, is I'm going to observe Kojima and just the goings-on. Do I have to roll perception? I want to see if there's anything interesting going on that I notice beyond him working on the clockwork stuff. Is there anything um, else? Oh, boy. Go ahead and roll. You guys actually didn't get a good description of the artificer's course, so go ahead and roll perception, and I can give you individual answers depending on what you roll oh my god, god. all of us Moon glade uh, yeah, I hit a, you, uh the other three beep, beep, beep. <laughs> oh god yeah mom spaghetti my dude uh i was not ready for a critical hit let me let me fix that mom spaghetti uh 28 with your keen elven eyes you notice that uh the artificer's core is probably as wide as it is if not deeper into the ocean um it is this hulking monstrosity uh that has spider legs that walks across the bottom of the ocean uh there are multiple levels to the artificer's core uh this is just the top area this is the trade quote-unquote area for the artificer's core where you come specifically uh for commissioning items there's different stalls buildings um this big aerial defense system with like cannons and stuff, some floating Modron. You happen to notice that there is an elevator system uh, as you were kind of walking in and you glimpsed hundreds of individual switches and a Modron, which is like a small mechanical being that actually mans the elevator. Uh, and these artificer um, people were showing their passes they would flip a series of switches the doors would shut and they would disappear to the lower levels so you would assume there's probably a lot that you don't see more than you do uh mr kojima has kind of left to go to his own workspace um to work in a restricted area all right thank you of course As you guys kind of are milling around the Artificer's Core, getting ready to leave, Ozal and Burn, you guys have made it to the commons, kind of waiting for your crew. Um, why don't you guys give me a perception check? Sure. <clears throat> that is going to be a th 25 for Ozal and a 13 for Burn. Ooh. Standing in the middle of the common square, you can see a woman. She's kind of dressed in rags. Uh, she has this giant, like, four or five lacerations that go across her chest uh, that have kind of ripped part of her gown, and she's got these giant gouges that are festering, um, and she's frantically trying to talk to anyone who will listen. Um, her ears are bleeding, and she is leaking black fluid from her eyes. Uh, and as you guys kind of approach, Burn, she'll come up to you, being the bigger of the two. And she says, please, 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 my village needs help. What do you do? S Calm down, woman. Speak. She She's clutching this note, uh, and she is very shook. Um, Ozol, Mr. Gray, as it says in my, my thing here, um... 
you notice she seems to be suffering some from some sort of uh, illness. You can't quite put your finger on it. It's not really anything that you yourself has ob- have observed. Um, but a- as she is speaking to you, you can tell her co- condition over the last couple days has really begun to deteriorate um, from whatever has kind of infected her body. Um, and Burn, she's like, I, she's like, I, I don't know, I don't know. The the townsfolk, they, the, the, it's, it's almost like that something has has washed over them and we we had inquisitors come to our town to check out they didn't find anything but we we were bringing in miners and heroes and the next day they're all gone there are no more miners in the mines there are no no more heroes roaming the town uh and it's as if everyone goes amongst themselves like nothing has happened when you say inquisitors what do you mean the inquisitors they are they are holy members of the law they they do multiple things but specifically the ones that we had hired were to investigate the going on in the town um, everyone acts as if I'm crazy and she kind of like looks at you and her eyes kind of have like this mania to them uh, but she's like I, I know we, we had a priest his name was Father Gary and when I talked to them about going to to our mast I bring up Father Gary, and they look at me, and they say the church has been closed for years. It's an abandoned building. It's been boarded up, and no one's in there. And they say, oh, Maggie, you're crazy, and I'm not. But everybody else thinks you're crazy. That's... She kind of, like, looks down in a way, and she just, like, shakes her head, and she's like, no one listens. It's all fine when everyone else's village is okay, but when mine is attacked... No one's willing to come and help us. What is the name of your village? Excellent question. Montilla. Um, How did you, you end up in this city? Just, well, Montilla is a, a free trade city. Uh, we specialize in mining materials and ore, and we sell to anyone and everyone to make sure that we can keep our independence. Uh, Fiend, Fey, Angel, doesn't matter, Right. We, we are a, a free city, uh, much like the flotilla. Um, I came here by wandering. I, I found caravans that were willing to take me. I made deals. I knew that the, the free city of Faerun, the, the floating city as it's referred to, um, was, a, was a safe haven for the common folk of Faerun. Um, and she's like, I, I met a man. He was a, a bowman. And he carried a, a symbol that looked like a silver harp, and he said that he could help me, and he got me safe passage here. Do you recall his name? Uh, Samuel Seth? Seth, yes. Yes, do you He's an acquaintance. Yes, we've known him for some time. Will you... um, Your village, and what state is it in now? She says it's fine. It's perfectly fine. That's the weirdest part. Uh, Burn, uh, de- Jesus Christ, uh, Ozal will whisper to Burn and ask if he can, um, would you be so kind to, um, cast Lay on Hands on her? I think she is in need of some healing, Burn. Um, yeah, can I, would Divine Sense help me out in any way here? Not really. Because, like, to Burn... Although, obviously, she's, like, manic and kind of seems 
wild at the moment. If the town's fine and everyone thinks she's crazy, it's like maybe you are crazy. You know what I mean? So Burns not really buying it, but he's also gonna lay on hands. Um, I'll give her, um, I guess, like ten. So if you want to try and remove a status effect or an illness, I believe it's five for the day. Uh, you can try to remove like poison, um, sickness, fever. Am I right, Marius? About that? It's five points. I believe so. Uh, let me uh, just double check. Abdulio uh, says we're being very calm. I think Ozal is typically naturally very calm, but I'm I'm just trying to figure out what's like Dean said, like what's the um the the full uh, story here. Yes, five points. Five points from your pull healing to cure a target of one disease or neutralize one points and affecting it. You could cure multiple diseases and neutralize multiple poisons with a single use of lay on hands. Um I know she's got like black ichor coming from her face. Her eyes, yeah. Her eyes. Is this? I guess laying hands is just like a. You could try it. Okay, I'll. I'll might do, give you more information, right? I'll do. Uh, let's see. Ozol will also cast detect magic on her to see if she's. Uh, or excuse me, identify. To uh, see if there's. Um, oh, actually, maybe it would be detect magic, right, Cody? Perhaps it's kind of like I leave that to you, uh, Burn. Let's start with you. You cast five points of lay on hands, which, if it should be uh, mundane poison uh, disease, it should cure it. Uh, what she does is it heals her wounds. It heals her for five points. Her wounds close. Uh, she backs up from you and then vomits a black ichor as more of it begins to pour out of her eyes, as if your lay on hands did not work. Dear God, woman, get a hold of yourself. Um, <laughs> and as she does that, her own, her wounds reopen. Burn. Um, Damn. Oh, She's oh. getting emotional. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. Burn's a bit of a, not like a chauvinist, but he's not very, uh, yeah, well, you know. Yeah, he's not, he's not really, you know. Character growth. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Ozal will say we we should take this woman to see Marius and Stolas. Perhaps they will know more. Okay. Do I get the idea that um, if I touch her, I'm going to get infected or anything? You're not quite sure. <sighs> All right. Uh, follow us. Uh, she she nods very quickly. I was going to pick her up but i'm not trying to get sick uh and she will kind of hobble behind you she can keep up where do you guys go that's the big question do you go to the boat do you go to uh arthur's blackstaff tower do you go to the abomination uh is there a way to contact either stolos or marius you have your rings that still work while you're within the city okay we're gonna use our rings and call or i am i'm gonna see where marius is yeah Uh, a fade roomber. Bring, 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 bring. Hello. Marius, is that you? <laughs> <laughs> yes. What can I do for you, Ben? How did you answer your call like that? <laughs> well, I mean, you, you're, you're asking for something. What do you need? Uh, we've come across a sickly woman. It's very emotional. 
Um, I tried to cure her with lay on hands, but it seems to have made things worse. You're the only person I know that has knowledge in such things. Uh, is, she, is, is she cursed by any chance? Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, well, maybe you should try, try removing the curse then before you heal her. I don't know how to do that. <laughs> so I'm calling you. Well, uh, maybe it, does it seem infectious in nature, or is anyone else feeling? You know? I am unsure. It doesn't look like I want to be touching it. It's black. Doesn't have proper PPE. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Personal, protection Personal protective equipment. equipment? Oh yeah, sure. <laughs> Blood pathogens. <laughs> She has black ichor coming from her orifices, and her wounds reopened. It looks like she's been attacked of some sort. Where exactly are you? Make sure she doesn't continue to go around anywhere else. If it could spread, that would not be a good for the flotilla. Trying to get disease off of boats is difficult. She's yes. on the most populated area of the commons. We, we are in the most central building in the commons, right smack dab in the middle. If you could make haste and find your way down here, that would be most helpful. Uh, I, I, will, I will do just that. I will be there shortly. Thanks, bye. <laughs> Click. Morris. What do I you guess and your I, friends do? I guess I will begin to start making my way through the commons. Um, so. Uh, let's go and see what's going on. It takes like five, ten minutes. Uh, walk, you know, out of the artificer's core and then take a low flight as you see them by the fountains with the crowds milling around and going to several other districts. Uh, is it safe to assume that both Zolthus and Stolos follow you? Yeah, I, Stolos I will hear, follow. Uh, he probably heard, heard that yeah, message. I hear some chatter on the rings, yeah, so I'll, I'll join them. Okay, go ahead and pull yourselves over to the commons. Man, we have help coming. Please, try and relax. Uh, yeah, she she just continues to shake uncontrollably. I'm gonna stay in the back corner. I don't like the look <laughs> of uh, the icker. <laughs> Morris, what uh, what do you do? Well, you know, disguised as as a a drow of the Bregandy Earth, uh, wandering through the commons, he Marius walks up, and. Hey, how's it going? I hear uh, you got some problems. She nods. Um, so, let me take a look at you here while I can and see what, what's wrong. Um, can you tell me what exactly happened? She says, I, I was attacked in my sleep by something terrible. And she gestures to her chest. Um, you can see part of her wounds have healed and then reopened. Um, can I attempt a uh, a medicine check to see if I like recognize these wounds? Mm, let me refer to my notes here. Yeah, your DC is going to be pretty high though. Um, okay. It's not. It's not anything common. That would be too easy, wouldn't it? Mm -hmm. So go ahead and roll it. 
Uh, an 11. I rolled poorly. You can I tell I don't the, believe the, I've seen these before, but... Go the ahead. wounds are lacerations from claws. Very long, slender, sharp claws. Uh, there's five of them in total uh, that kind of resemble something that looks like a human hand. Uh, but other than that, whatever is festering in her body, you have not been able to identify by a medicine check. Hmm. I haven't seen this before, and it looks like you were clawed by some sort of five-fingered five creature or five-clawed creature. How long ago were you attacked, madam? Uh, she, she says, well, it, it took me a, a, a couple days to get here. And your wounds haven't healed at all in that time frame? How have you not passed out from blood loss? Um, it's actually not leaking blood. There is blood on her, uh, but it is it is leaking more of that kind of black ichor, and you can see, like, um, as she lifts up her shirt in a modest way, um, the, her, like, stomach region where the, and, like, chest, kind of where the lower lacerations, because it's kind of like a diagonal, like she was mm -hmm. slashed across her chest, if that makes sense, kind of from shoulder to lower abdomen. Uh, yeah. You can see that where the wound is, it's these black tendrils that kind of branch off into her capillaries and and blood vessels and the, they seem to be kind of invading and they kind of work up her neck and uh, are infecting her eyes as well. Oh, oh. Whoa. This is quite crazy. Um, let's let's try this. Uh, I'm going to attempt to see if I can remove curse on her first. Okay. So I'll burn a third level spell slot for that. Uh, at your touch, all curse curses affecting one creature or object end. If the object is cursed, magic item, it remains. The curse remains, but the spell breaks its owner's attunement to the object, so it can be removed or discarded. Does that have any effect on her complexion? No, she is not cursed. Hmm. Okay. Uh, at which point, then I'll go down the tier and I'll attempt to do a lesser restoration on her. Okay. Touch creature and can end either one disease or one condition affecting it. The condition may be blinded, deafened, paralyzed, or poisoned. Does that change her complexion at all? A little bit. Uh, it seems to fade to a dark gray. Um, as if it is halting whatever is uh, in her system. Uh, until... Mechanically speaking, until she has to make her next constitution saving throw, uh, which is in an undetermined amount of time uh, at an undetermined difficulty class, right? Yeah. Is Sorry, Ozol is in this... Oh, yeah, I'm here in this room. Um, mm -hmm. I do want to ask, um, I guess through Minor Illusion, can I show her the Inquisitors from the Smiling God to see if those are familiar? Uh, that is a really good thought. Because um, I, I had the same thought whenever she said the Inquisitors they, were there. So Inquisitors in general, um, if you think like... I don't want to use the Spanish Inquisition, but I guess I could. They yeah. are a authoritative member of the church um, that root out heresy and have um, ultimate authority, essentially. They are judge, jury, and executioner. They're like paladins, but kind of with more free reign to do whatever it is their church tenets guides them to do, which most of the time, again, is judging people and rooting out heresy. Um, it's not unheard of for them to come to the town, but no, they are not uh, members of the Smiling God. They have unfortunately been destroyed. Uh, I'm not sure how, okay. but... Sure. 
That was okay. Was, yeah, and then I would also ask Stolas if... Um, does this look like the work of Hadar, Stolas? I would say it might if it was acidic, but it doesn't yeah, really seem too familiar to me. There's no ruby tentacles and her wounds, while they're leaking a black fluid, they're not wriggling black tentacles. Okay. Sure. Tentacles. So, my, and then my last attempt here, I'll attempt, place my hand on her and cast Cure Wounds. Uh, and that'll also, so she'll get six hit points back. And then she'll also be benefit of my Cleanse Affliction, which was my level three Seraph ability that I picked up. Which is, when you cast a spell that restores hit points to an ally, you can also remove one condition being inflicted on them by a spell or ability. Uh, Let's see what that does. Does her wounds reopen and, you know... Yes, exactly. So, it it heals temporarily, um, but again, the wounds do not seal all the way, and they continue to seep that black fluid. Alright, miss. What, What was your name, by the way? Sophia, Sophia, Marius Rudari. I, I've thank you for being patient with me. I've done a couple of things, but at this point, all I can do is monitor you and see if your affliction gets better. Uh, I've done just about everything that I can that would not cost coin to heal you. Um, where exactly did you come from? Uh. She describes a small mountain village called uh, Montala, and she kind of describes where it's at on the map to you. It's inland a little bit from um, the Sword Coast. The How long did it take you to get here? Several days. You said several days? and Yeah. And people have been disappearing from your village? She says that from what I can recall... Okay. Um, let me try this then. If if we've got time, uh, now that she's given me a description of the place, I'd like to take uh, a bit of time to cast scrying. First time scrying. Yay! Hey, let's go. So she describes to me the the town that she's from and whatnot. So I'll takes about ten minutes to cast concentration up to ten minutes. And uh, you can see and hear a particular creature you choose that is on the same plane of existence or you, of you, or the target must be a wisdom save throw, which is modified by how well you know the target and or the, the sort of physical connection you have to it. If the target knows you're casting... Oh, maybe I can't actually cast it on a uh, place. Ooh, okay. Well, then, yeah, 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 I would ask. So let's let's ask her then. Um, sorry, give give me your name one more time. Sophia. Sophia. All right. Sophia, um, is there anyone you know of in town, like a mayor or, or a major person there, that I could attempt to try and scry in order to see the status of what the, uh, the village is looking like? Um, hmm. Someone out in public generally would be a good idea, like a town crier or, um, she's, yeah, I, I know a guard that would work. Okay. Uh, his name is Gary. 
Or was it Jerry? Maybe it's Larry. Ozal will interrupt and say, The guard is also the father? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Uh, I need you to be precise. I need this person's actual name. It's Gary. Or if you I think ha- it's Gary. I'm pretty sure. Or if you have a personal possession of any, like a, a family member or a sibling that you wear that's over there in the town. Ooh. Uh, yeah, she has a a note from Gary. Ah, perfect. That'll help. So uh, then I will attempt to scry on Gary. So you can see and hear a particular creature you choose that is on the same plane of existence as you. The target must make a wisdom saving throw, which is modified by how well you know the target and the sort of physical connection you have to it. If the target knows you're casting the spell, it can fail the saving throw voluntarily if it wants to be observed. So knowledge save modifier... So, uh, since I have a possess a, a possession or garment, he would get a likeness or picture, possession or garment. He would get a minus two. Okay. Uh, to the saving throw, I believe. Yeah, so you get a minus two to the saving throw. And he needs a DC 18 charisma. Where's my saving throw modifier? No, wisdom saving throw. Sorry. And then uh, on a fail save, the spell creates an invisible sensor within 10 feet of the target. You can see and hear through the sensor as if you were there. The sensor moves with the target remaining within 10 feet of it. For the duration, a creature that can see invisible objects sees the sensor as a luminous orb about the size of your fist. Instead of targeting a creature, you can choose a... Oh, I can choose a location. Oh, well. Uh, You have seen before as the target of the spell. Oh, but I could choose a place that I've seen before, which I haven't seen it before. So. Cool. Uh, He had a roll the 14, which I believe is not enough. Correct. So there's a little orb floating up in the sky, and I can kind of observe from him and look around. Mantala. Julia's freaking out, man. Uh, what do you want to know? Mars? Sorry. Well, I'm just trying to observe and see what is the status of the area around. What does it look like? She mentioned that people were getting attacked and people were disappearing. Um, what can I yeah, see it, from this guard as post? Uh, so he is standing on the very top of the watchtower, uh, which is location eight, which you can't see because it's obscured by Gary the guard. Uh, it pretty much oversees the entirety of the town as he oh. walks around the parapet. Uh, it is a tiered walled city nestled between two mountains. Uh, you can make out what looks like an ancient dwarven mine, which would be number five, uh, as well as the church, which is number six. Um, and then way up, nestled between the mountains, you can make out what looks like some sort of uh, lordly manor. Uh, it's quiet. There are people moving, moving through the squares, moving up and down. There's some trade happening. The main city's closed right now. Uh, there's not, like, visitors coming and going. Uh, it's dark. It's rainy. Uh, let me pull out some context, because I have some regional effects. Um...
sorry, give me two seconds. I'm reading here. Uh, the biggest thing that's odd that stands out to you uh, is it's midday, but there seems to be, whether it's like the shadow of the mountain or like some sort of cloud. And as you kind of move the sensor around, you don't see any of that. The city itself is just dark. It's cold. It's rainy. There's some lowing, like low flowing mists that are um, coming across the grounds outside the city, obscuring the road. Uh, in those mists, you can make out flickering red lights that seem to bob, weave, and move, and then disappear. Interesting. I, I see these floating red lights throughout the mists, and it seems like your home is darkened by the mountains, maybe? Um, I don't so see many people her. walking the streets, though. Yeah, she says, well, I, I mean, it's it's midday, so people are either going to be working, they've gone out to the, the fields, and as you kind of move the sensor, you can see um, different fiefdoms, it looks like, of different like farmers and things like that, that maybe are not a part of the city, uh, but either pay tribute or are protected by. Um, and she's like, they're probably in the mines. I see. And what type of ore do you mine out of this place? Uh, we do gemstones, um, steel, iron, copper. Interesting. And yet, no one seems to be freaking out over whatever attacked you? Mm -mm. So, what made you decide to sail across the Sword Coast in order to seek aid? She says, well, my son is gone. I can't, I can't find him. He fell ill. Uh, with the same symptoms I had, and then... Can I insight roll her on that? Oh, yeah, 100%. Natural 20. Oh, yeah, she's telling the truth, Mom Spaghetti. Um, okay. 100%, she's like, one day I, I laid him down and I expected for him to die. I was prepared. And then when I awoke, uh, usually he was having some fits in the night, coughing. His wounds wouldn't heal. Um, there was no one at the church that we could seek help from for healing. Um, he was gone, but his sheets were disheveled, like he had gotten out of bed, and his window was open. I, there were no tracks, there were some scratch marks on the wall, long, deep furrows, and she kind of points to her chest, like what got me, but she just kind of tapers off, doesn't know how to finish the sentence. You could tell she's obviously in pain about the situation. And you remember nothing of your attack? I do not. Other than waking up in excruciating pain. Have other similar circumstances befell your town before? Not that I'm aware of. Ozal will say, um, perhaps it is worth an investigation if we have some time. She nods. She's like, I don't, can't offer you much in the way of tribute, but I'm sure that if whatever's affecting the town, if you can stop it. I'm sure the town can compensate you in some way. If not me, perhaps the Inquisition. They they are on the trail as well. How long would it take to get there? Well, it depends on your means of travel. Uh, two, three, four days. I believe we have the fastest boat in the flotilla. Millennium Falcon. Yeah? Do you want to take her uh, on, on your boat and take her back? Or do you want to leave her here and 
put her in the care of someone. Uh, ma'am, if we investigate this for you, would you feel more comfortable staying here or accompanying us? It might be helpful if you know your way around. I, I think we should take her back if that's the case, because we, we don't want to, if this is contagious, allow her to be, expose it to any more of the members of the flotilla. It doesn't seem to be contagious now, now that I've had a proper look at it, but just in case, I'd rather it not spread. We'll just have to convince the captain to bring her aboard. Marius, you speak true. But you have been known to get us in trouble from time to time. Burns gonna kind of stare at Marius. Yes, and we're still here, are we not? Again, you speak the truth. <laughs> so, shall we go help this woman and her her village? Let's do it. Let's party. Okay. You head to the Lucy, your new boat. Um, allow me just a moment as you get to talk to Friedrich the Great himself, uh, who is confoundedly staring at this new contraption you have brought aboard his ship. Uh, at the very front of the boat, you will find your brand new magical ballistae. Uh, and Frederick will look at you and say, Ah, you've arrived. I see you have brought me armaments. And he kind of taps the the draconic-looking crossbow. Um, and he, he looks at you and he says, Where are we sailing to now? Uh, where are you from, Bridgerton? What did you say it was? Montala. Yeah, yeah her. Uh, Frederick sees her and has a very visceral reaction as the whole boat rocks as he heaves and throws up over the edge. And he says, what have you brought aboard my ship, this bilge rat? Good sir! She is frightening to look at and quite disgusting, but show some respect. He, like, is torn between saying something and not saying something, being that technically you outrank him. He says, if there is... Zophis. Oh, go ahead, Zoltis. I was going to say, whispers. They're in the... In the... In the, uh, the uh, mast. The top of the mast. What the heck's that thing called again? Crow's the nest. Crow's nest? The crow's nest. Sorry, it's slipping away. You keep her in the crow's nest? If she can get up there without We're still lost out. in the sleep. <laughs> uh, yeah, Frederick's going to say... Like, he looks at you and he's like, I understand that you outrank me, Sir Byrne. But at the same time, as a man of decorum and great talent, and he kind of brushes off his frock coat, any mess that is to be made shall be cleaned up by your hand. Are we clear? No. That's not how ranks work. Then now, show her to her room. <laughs> <laughs> Frederick protests as kind of Basilisk just kind of like shuts him up. He's like, it's fine. I'll take care of it. I'll take care of it. <laughs> and he'll, he'll take her below. Uh, and F Frederick will walk up to you and he'll be like, sir, you and I will settle this like gentlemen later. Do you understand? You got it. 
Burns is also super excited to see a brand new ballista that's kind of draconic in nature. So he's literally just going to beeline it to like go look at it because he's so excited. <laughs> Make a dexterity saving throw. Okay. Uh, boop. That is a... Where my thing? Oh. A 14. Uh, as best. you run, you trip. Oh, Frederick giggles. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right here on the ground, this great. <laughs> no, and it's not even that. It's like as soon as you pass him, uh, I rolled twenty-one for sleight of hand to trip you with my cane. You don't know that. That's that's player knowledge, Cody. To you, uh, but Frederick the Great is very displeased at your bilge rat that you have brought aboard his ship, um, oh. and he he slyly trips you as a joke. Yeah, Burn gets up, uh, dusts himself off, and makes his way, and he's. He's looking at it like a kid in a candy store, like, oh my god, it's got auto-loading features, and look at the dragon head, it's so cool, and he's just... It, it's spider-like legs move to look at you as the face kind of, like, its eyes, like, kind of zoom in on you, like, with these little ruby uh, tendrils. The face itself is fully animated, as if it were a dragon's face. Oh my god. And it god, kind of looks I'm... up at you, uh, and it'll give you a little nuzzle. Oh my god, guys, it likes me! Oh, I'm gonna name you. Would you like to name your your pet cannon? Um, I I would like to name it, but Burn also knows it's not just my cannon. Someone bought it, so we should uh, come up with a name for it. Stolas, are you seeing this? I'm seeing it, and it is glorious. What's this you're doing? Did you buy this? I partially bought it, yes. Oh, partially. Yeah, we split the cost. Oh, how much How much was it? Uh, 1,500 gold, I think. Between... Who, who, uh, who split that cost? Uh, it was me, Marius, and the elf, unfortunately. <laughs> The elf. So I'll see you in elves. Yes. Okay, well, I owe you 125 gold, so I will give you 125 gold. Hmm. Thank you, Vern. You didn't have to do that, but I accept. I'm going to give each person 125 gold, which is 375. So. Uh, Marius and Zothus. Next time I see you, I will give you the gold, but just add it to your inventory, and we'll just say that I do that. Uh, Frederick pulls the the rigging uh, with Basilisk's help after issuing Sophia below deck uh, to uh, the crewmate quarters. They kind of talk for a moment as Frederick points his staff, and the boat jolts. It sails, filling with wind. Uh, and taking off in the direction where you are heading. Now, we turn ourselves to the most exciting and promising map, the world map. You are currently on the red dot, the little IO thing. You are headed to the yellow box with an X in it. Where's the yellow box? Oh, way up there, wow. Yas. Uh, Connected by river systems, you should be able to navigate upriver. Uh, but it is treacherous territory as you leave the flotilla. Yay. 
Other than that, uh, you have at least four days if things pan out well. How do you spend your time on the first day? Uh, Burn's going to chastise Marius. Oh, well, I will be quiet then. <laughs> Marius. Do you do so publicly? Do you wait for a meal? Is it the first thing you do when you set sail? Uh, set the mood? Yeah, I'll just kind of pull him aside as we're leaving the flotilla. Okay. Um, I'm not going to like publicly berate him, but Marius, may I speak with you? Sure, Ben. What, what exactly could I do for you? As I mentioned before, you have made certain decisions that have gotten us into quite a pickle. First, there was the incident of tipping the boat over. How do you know that? I was on the boat. <laughs> I'm fairly certain I saved that boat. Uh, yeah, toss it, or... It was about to capsize. And you were, you were below deck. No, this was... That was... Uh, are we talking about a different boat? So... When we were fighting the whale, Marius. The, that one was a different story. You got eaten, sir. I jumped in after you because you willfully got swallowed. And then yep. you transported us to an alternate dimension and almost got us trapped there. I mean, you can't guarantee... <laughs> I don't know how magic's going to work every time I cast I'm spells. not saying you do. I'm just saying you need to really consider the consequences of your actions. Because then, when we were in that magical fishbowl uh, snow globe type instrument, you nearly got us, our whole team killed. I you humbly mean, ask. Did you have a did <laughs> did you have a way of breathing underwater? It was only twenty feet of water. We could have swam up. What if there was no surface? We were within a a, a like globe like object filled to the brim with water. There's usually air pockets and snow globes, is there not? I I haven't seen. <laughs> anyway, I just humbly ask that you. Refrain from any crazy actions from here on out. Is Ozal watching this? Or is this like an impression? It's taking place on deck and no one has moved, so I would assume so. No, he did yes, say he I, wanted he, he said he wanted to go to the side. Okay. Yeah, well, like, he, he, yeah I mean he if you're an earshot. Yeah, I'm not like screaming at him or just having a conversation. Yeah. If you could there you go. You I don't know how many what is that fifteen away. feet? You could probably hear 20. it a little bit. Is Zothis next to me? Yeah. Oh, he is next to me. Uh, Ozal will say to Zothis, as a wizard, I see the spectrum of radiant energies emanating from both Burns' valor and Marius's divine grace. Oh my Together God. they paint a masterpiece. <laughs> but, I mean, ultimately, Burn, I, I'm trying to do everything I can to ensure that our party survives. If you can't tell, I've literally taken an arrow of slaying for our group. Okay? As you say that, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. God damn it! <laughs> Whenever you say the word arrow of slaying, just... <laughs> a two! Oh no. Bird from the crow's nest shits on you. Okay. <laughs> 
wipes across your armor and your wing. That's a pretty pretty great comedic timing. Well, and now this, and now this. <laughs> uh, there is not enough wine on this boat. I have a never-ending chalice, my man. No, I would prefer to be able to taste different wine for the rest of my life. Uh, Frederick will pipe up. <clears throat> Someone say wine? Yes, Frederick, is it wine time? <laughs> There's some below, good sir, as your captain is my job to make sure you're comfortable and happy, and you are, after all, a wine man. I have a vintage 12. Frederick, that sounds amazing. Fetch us wine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he, doesn't doesn't plane, bro. he just shakes his head. He says, I'm driving the boat, good sir. Snake Frederick below in the galley. Snake, drive the boat so Frederickson goes by. He's actually not inquired as to how the boat moves other than Frederick points his staff. Oh, well, I mean, it's a boat with sails. I assume it's a boat. Yeah, Frederick will put his staff down and you see all of the sails just deflate and the boat kind of lists in the water freely as it stops. So sure, I shall sh- go get you wine? Perfect. I am nothing but a host. It's only going to add several extra hours to our trip that now that we are <laughs> sailing backwards with the wind. And as you see it, the wind sails invert, pushing the ship backwards towards the flotilla. It's going to take no, him hours no. to get us wine? That's not how that works. Frederick, I... I will go. I will go. Don't worry about that. I need to check on the on Sophia downstairs anyway. So Perfect. I, I will head down below deck. I will accompany Marius to make sure he doesn't get us into any more trouble. He points his staff <coughs> as the whole boat like lists to one side and then jerks backwards as the sails inflate with air again. As he gives you a haughty stare. Burn. There's something wrong with that guy. Well, you pissed him off, Burn. You've really done it, boy. Uh, Burn, give me a perception check. <laughs> Jesus oh. Christ, get those ones out now, Burn. Jesus. Frederick says something to, uh, to Basilisk, but it's too quiet for you to hear. What a butthole. Ozone will uh, compliment, but you don't know take that. Uh, oh. <laughs> some some pipe weed and uh, light a pipe and just relax, looking at the. How stars. big is your pipe? Is it like like full on Gandalf size, like it's six oh, inches tall? Yeah, how big's your <laughs> fucking pipe? It's probably more like a um, <laughs> like a Sherlock's home, like not with like the defined oh, have... stick point. Okay, probably like a Mia Sean pipe. I'm gonna Google that. Uh, you're gonna dip your blood in it like national treasure. <coughs> Find we have to boat. steal the Declaration yeah. of Independence. Kind of okay. like one of those pipes, yeah, exactly. Maybe not as ornate, but yeah. Yeah, uh, on the bottom it has Ozol sigil for wax stamps. Ooh, I like that. The O Z cool. symbol sigil. Okay, that's a good. That's a good. Good touch. The for Wizard our, of Oz. Our future. Viewers who make us cool stuff out of art, like like the guys on the the professional D and D players. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you head below deck, Marius, and I'm assuming Burn as well, and whoever else, as you sail through the night. Uh, are you actively checking on Sophia? Sure. 
Sure, yeah, go ahead and place yourselves where you want to be in the boat. Um, is there a um, meal that is provided this night or this day? Oh, yes, of course, each day. Uh, Ozal will take... Um... Sorry, where is she at? I don't see her. Front of the boat, bottom side. Oh, there we go. Ozal will take a uh, serving to um, to our guest. And um... <sighs> can you tell me what is being served today, please? Oh, what is being served today? Uh, allow me a moment. I guess I guess I don't need to know specifically, but is this like a high quality meal, or is this kind of more like a, like a sailor's rations type meal? Please roll me two d twenties. Sure, two d twenties. It's gonna be two and an eight. Oh, that's kind of low. That was kind of uh, low. What the hell? Yeah, dude, you want a port in one of those? Um. No, it'll become lower. <laughs> uh, today. Oh. Roll again. I don't want to say that on stream. That sounds yucky. Let's do it. 17 and 6, baby. Oh, God. Okay. Well, you get a boar tenderloin uh, with a side of mashed potatoes and collard greens. Because I don't like any of the options that you rolled, so. You're now right. is this a this is a good meal, correct? This is a better meal. Yeah, I put you on the highest table because the number you rolled was atrocious, and uh, Frederick has a has a taste for finer things, and he would not eat uh, the slop made from rats. Is what you originally rolled. What's wow. wrong with rats? Also, or uh. Still lost woods. Be like, I eat rats all the time. <laughs> yeah, it's a good meal by all means. Um, Ozal will um, leave it there and say, "Is there anything that I can do for you?" Um, she's asleep, which means I need to oh, make God a saving it. throw. Um, why don't you roll me a d twenty? Just flat. Five. You go to check on Sophia, and she has expired in her bunk. Oh, fuck. What? Jesus. Marius, what have you done? Screwed us again. Oh god! Oh wait, no! You cast lesser restoration, Marius. I'm sorry. I did. I did. Yes. Uh, roll again. You get advantage. Marius, go ahead and roll that one. Okay. Uh, D twenty. Natural twenty. Oh! Oh! <laughs> Jesus! Awesome. Uh. Her chest explodes as a hideous creature. <laughs> Uh, Roll initiative. What? Goodness gracious! That was the nat twenty. Oh my gosh! I would Um, say that's the one instance where failing was the kindest thing you could have done. Ozon will uh, do his crystal ability where this thing rolls disadvantage. Was she awake when that happened, or is she? (laughs) She She's dead. Ozon, you bring you go to bring her food, and she's kind of raggedy breathing. Um, as you go to like nudge her and be like, hey, Sophia, there's uh, food, right? Blah, blah, blah. 
Uh, straight. Oh, dude, that was perfect. I rolled a, a one anyways. Uh, she straight up dies. And then her chest explodes as black ichor begins to pool out of it in this amorphous form and pile across the floor. Could we get the uh, initiative table for the initiative rolls to show up? That would be probably most useful. I don't know that I... Where did it go? Turn order. Oh, there hold we go. on. I'm going to have to clear the turn order because I didn't clear it from last time. Uh, go ahead and go again. Is it just the people on that level? So, um, my initiative will be last, regardless of what the ghoul rolls, but his will also be... I think you said a one was what you rolled for him? Uh, 6.2 is what it technically comes out to. Okay, that's fine. Uh, so I'm going to roll, but I'm just going to change it to, I guess, the lowest number that we have. Probably just a one. 1.12 is what I'll put it at. Okay, did everybody get in? Uh, I believe so. Yeah, 10 for Zothis, sorry. Oh my god. <laughs> Mars, did you roll a 1 2? He did. Yeah, I got, I got the uh, a four on my initiative. Uh, Stolas, you hear a loud shriek as Ozol goes, "Oh my god!" <laughs> uh, what do you do with your eighteen and limited character information? Um, <clears throat> I guess Stolas will uh, rush downstairs. Is there a way to open this grate and just hop down, or does this go straight to like? Uh, if you do open the grate, it will drop you on the lower set of stairs, right here. Wow. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, that's just a free action to open it. And then I'm assuming this door is shut behind Ozol. Sure, I'll, uh, I'll do that. I'll just sort of like open it and hop down, see what's up. Because yeah. Stolas is at least aware that the um, uh, Sophia was down there. Okay. And that shriek sounded very scared. So he's just going to hop right down right here. And um, maybe knock on the door. Hello? Was all these say anything? Oh, sorry. I thought we were in combat. <clears throat> um... Ozal will say, uh, Sophia's transformed. We must be ready for battle. Nice. Transforms? Goodness, okay. Or I guess this thing exploded. I didn't quite understand if it exploded and then she yeah, transformed. Yeah, it exploded or is- into a large pile of goo that rocketed out of her chest like a geyser and then pooled along the floor uh, as spores begin to spread through this room. Oh my goodness, Spores. Spores. They have not activated yet, so you're in you're in luck. Okay, well uh I guess the only thing for me to do is p- to prepare an action, and that's what I'll do. Okay. What action do you prepare? Uh an attack since uh You could just open all gave him some more if you wanted hmm? to. I said you could open the door and blast it if you wanted to. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> All you've done uh, so far is move and use your free action. Okay. I didn't realize we were already in battle, but I will oh, yeah. do that. I'll open that door and I will just blast it. 13, 22, 18. Um, 22 hits. Dealing uh, 1.4 damage. Dang, dude. Uh, and it can't... Can I be pushed? Uh, do you want to push it out the window? Oh, that'd be fucking awesome. Okay. Uh, with a 22, it is pushed out the window and into the ocean. That's over. Whoa! Oh my god, <laughs> stole us. Uh, that was incredible. Here's why I say combat is over. I'm not trying to cheap out on a combat or anything, but technically in it has a couple different forms in its ooze form currently since it has not had chance to coalesce or activate spores you push it out the window and it just kind of floats on the surface and by the time it is their turn the boat will have moved far enough in one turn for you to be out of danger Sweet. Oh, cool. are, are the spores at risk of activating, or are they just like... Uh, they now? were blown out the window with the creature. Oh, thank God. Oh, the only thing that is left there. is this husk of a woman, and no clues as to what the creature was that just burst out of its chest. Has anyone seen anything like that before? And if, hmm. you, if you happen to spot the name, that's okay. Can I do like a history check or something? Like Maybe Burn can like think of... Uh, or would he not know anything like this? I'm going to say if you do roll a history, it's going to be nearly impossible because these are ancient creatures of myth and legend that do not often venture outside of their city. Uh, and they are spread through a sickness is something you have now learned. Um, and there is a table in which you know uh, if it rolls below nine, the creature just dies and the sickness is inert. Um and then since you critically hit, that counts as the highest tier, and it turned into this creature, which you blew into the ocean. Um, is this room filthy of, like, blood and ichor, or has is, is that all been blown out as well? Uh, most of it is just blood and viscera from poor Sophia. Ozal will press a digitation that away just so that the uh, it's unsoiled and, I guess, not as nasty and gross. Okay. Um, does the window need repair, or is it... Uh, oh, it's just was like it, like, blown out of an open... Okay, yeah. perfect. Ozol will thank, uh, thank you, Stolas, for having my back there. I was caught a bit off guard by that. We must tell the captain. That poor woman. Who wants to tell the captain? Probably burn, right? <laughs> um, yeah, I could go... We're pretty chummy. Yeah. Yeah, Jesus Christ. <clears throat> I love this interaction for the record. This is hilarious. <laughs> I was going to just stand right here and just watch that happen. <laughs> yeah, Solace is coming too. Uh, Frederick is his, like leaning on his staff. He has it poked between the spokes of the wheel as it's pointing forward. Uh, and he is drinking a glass of wine. Uh out of a bottle 
Uh, and he, he sees you come up, Ozal, and he toasts you, and he says, Wizard! How fast? And then he sees well, Burnin still lost, and he well. says, Oh. Yes? Captain, we have some news to tell you. I believe Burn here would like to share. Yes. Captain, you'd be delighted to know the woman on board is dead. Excellent. <laughs> we have dispatched the creature that was buried in her chest somehow. Oh. Uh, thanks to the brave and quick actions of Stolos the Brave. He toasts you. Well done. Not Burn will give him rid my ship of vermin, but you have sounds like did you clean the mess? He like stops, like super serious. Ozo we... will chime in and say, I did, Captain. Oh, my boy. We intend to give the body a probably burial uh upon arriving where we're going. She Let's deserves just burn to be it, at throw rest. it out to sea. Well, that could be arranged. It's like much easier. Mm. I don't feel like ordering someone to dig a hole. Uh. That's true. <laughs> we could launch her out of the ballista. <laughs> that was hilarious. This is Burns' way of saying, I'm not fucking digging the hole. Yeah, yeah. yeah I um, it. That's hilarious. Ozal uh, can do that burial, by the way. We can burn it. Burn it with fire. I like that. Uh, he pours you a glass of wine, Stolas, uh, from one of the other cups that's sitting on deck, and hands it to you, and he says, Well done! And he cheers you. Thank you, Frederick. And Marius did well not getting us in more trouble. Oh. All things are uh, seemingly on the rise for us. <laughs> <laughs> for Marius. <laughs> Frederick looks at you and he puts a hand on you, Burn. Like sets the wine bottle down and then decides to put the glass down and hold the wine bottle and then put a hand on you. Uh, and he says, "Maybe I misjudged you too quickly, Lodge Man. Perhaps you're not all. Well, you're, you're mostly labor built, but perhaps you possess an intelligence of combat that I have yet to see. Well done, yeah, sir." You had a low opinion of me? I thought we no. were friends. <laughs> we are best of friends. <laughs> Jokes and all. Uh, and he gives you a bottle of wine. And he says, uh, but we do have something to settle. Ah, yes. Shot for shot. Uh, what was that? Burns already forgotten. He's not very bright. Gentlemen settle things with drinking. Ah, yes. I'm pretty good at that. Uh, yeah, he'll go shot to shot with you uh, as Basilisk brings up something stronger than wine uh, as you and the captain attempt to get drunk. Uh, do you, Ozal, want to take care of the body as they hash this out, or what do you guys want to do? Are you want to wait? Uh, yeah, I'll I'll burn it and throw it overboard with a fire, uh, fire bolt. <laughs> Poor lady. <laughs> Doesn't she have a son? What the fuck? <laughs> he died. He died. Her son uh, yeah, died. Her, her son died. Dead oh, okay. Uh, yeah, you you mage hand or some shit her up on deck, and uh, Frederick says pull, and you guys throw her into the air. Uh, and oh my terrible. god! <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, Wait, stuff body, that stuff her empty cavity with fireworks. Uh, her body surprisingly <laughs> goes up very quickly with fire uh, as it Ooh, hits the water. Know. And uh, you see this writhing mass trying to swim after the boat as it fades off into the distance. Stolas is going to put on his um, his party hat. 
That is a dashing hat, <coughs> sir. I know. Purple's my favorite color. Where did you come upon such a frolicky, frilly thing? It's great, right? I found it on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> what? Basilisk straight up looks at you and he's like, that's a dumb hat. Hush, well, you're a dumb snake. <laughs> looks down. I eat snacks like you for breakfast. Literally. <laughs> Not on a plane. Um, uh, Zothis has been watching this. All he heard was a scream. Uh, um, the sound of a the uh, uh, spell coming from Stolas with Eldritch Eldritch Blast, and then uh, all of a sudden seeing a body carried upstairs and then sh- shot with a fire blast. And he's <laughs> been trying to follow exactly what's been happening. But what type uh, of hat is this again? It's a top it's not really sure he wants to ask right no, now. No, it's like a big frilly, like swashbuckling buccaneer. Yeah, like hat. think like uh, yeah, the um, three musketeers. Gotcha. Thank you. So, Morris, do you have anything to add as this whole everything transpires? I was more in shock at her, you know, sudden, <laughs> sudden. Expiration within the, uh, the 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 little bunk there, as uh, I had thought I had cur- killed her of her disease, and I was coming to check on her. I didn't think I had left her that alone for that long. Um, no, but you do recall that she has had several days for whatever this is to develop. Yes, so you would assume. She had failed so many times that whatever transformation was going to take place had already taken root. Um, your lesser restoration is what allowed me to roll twice on the table uh, instead of once. Um, which, again, higher is not always better, contrary to everybody's thought in D&D. No. Um, in this specific scenario, I should say. I put some AI art of Stolas with the frilly hat in Discord. Oh, it's so fucking funny to me. Okay. I think uh, I I think at this point it might be worth going back upstairs and speaking speaking with Redrick and turning the both around as the purpose of why we were going out that direction no longer exists. But the trouble in the town still does. The trouble in town does, but, you know, we weren't promised anything. We were going there out of the kindness of our hearts. So, Marius, are you having a crisis of faith? I I Is currently am, yes. Oh, I don't remember hearing her say that. Oh, yeah, sorry, I probably told that to Burn. Anyways, Burn, there's an empty church. You tell me, Marius. Come back up. Uh, come, uh, come up onto deck as you see. Yeah, discuss it with the crew. I will. I also, will. I need you to make one, two, three, four, five, six Constitution saving throws against Frederick. Oh. Who? Oh, burn. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Oh me. Uh, yeah. Constitution. Let's see. Six of them. Yeah. Twenty-eight. Fuck. Okay, you win. Ten. Natural one. Yeah, fail. 20. You win. 12. You win. 20. You win. 20. Damn, Jesus son. H. Christ. Damn. You win again. Uh, Captain Frederick is just slobbering while holding on to the wheel, pointing his stick. And he's just, yeah! 
<laughs> so bad. It's just, it's just sky. It's just great. This guy, he's he's a good fucking guy. He's, I like We're this guy. We're best friends. This this one and me and you and you and me. You want to go downstairs and, you and, and me? You want to go downstairs and practice karate? In the garage, yes. Fuck yeah. Uh, Frederick will just abandon his post uh, to follow you below deck to do karate mm. in the garage. I'll picks up his staff and I'll take the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just don't pull my stairs. Mars, there's a sword inside the game. There's a sword inside the game? There's, there's a, a cane sword. sword. The game. Hmm. I see. Super sneaky. Uh, and he will go to his private bunk and practice Kung Fu moves with Burn. Well, uh, should we even continue this venture, everyone, now that uh, Sophia is gone? an interesting question, Marius. I would say it might be worth investigating to prevent this from spreading to other parts of Faerun, perhaps? But it's so far away from the flotilla and all of our other things. Are you getting cold feet? I mean, the reason we were going there was to help her, and she's now dead. Never heard a cleric. I mean, to be fair... She asked us to help the town, not for us to help her. Very true. Very true. <sighs> there might be a church there for you to cleanse. Perhaps Is you there? Be dedicated into the. Uh, she did say there was a father figure in her town. Oh, really? No. See, I wasn't a part of that portion of the conversation, and I didn't get the opportunity to ask her. She mentioned his name was Father Gary, but that was also the name of one of the guardsmen, so I don't know if it's a coincidence or if this one man plays multiple roles in the city. Well, the Gary that I observed was definitely a tower guard, not necessarily a priest. I see. It could be a coincidence. Perhaps she misspoke. But this may be a very old evil that we must cleanse. It sounds like these people need our help. Um, there could also be something useful there. She made mention that we may get coin as well for helping. Well, fine. I guess I will go and continue to study. Maybe I can figure out what that creature was that appeared out of her from what seemed to have spread some sort of infection. I'm glad we decided to take her with us instead of leaving her on the flotilla. If, if that had spread... <laughs> that could have been bad. <laughs> could have been very bad. It's a good thing that we burned her body and threw it out to sea, Basquist mentions quietly. We should... Agreed. So that's that thing was just covered happened. in sores. Um, Ozal will say, um, <laughs> yes. is there any way to protect ourselves from these spores? Should we encounter more in the city? So I just want to ask what the fuck is going on. Uh, you get one of those little white paper masks you can put over your face. I heard they prevent diseases. Oh, uh, yes. I can take the lead if we do run into some. I do have a new necklace of adaptation that allows me to 
screws <laughs> in any environment. There's a, a guy on board mopping the uh, the deck. I heard those masks give you the. There goes my COVID joke. But, the favorite uh, government puts the spores in the masks, so when you put them on, you get sick. We need an old rusty character. We're, I'm going to invent him at some point. It'll be your weird. Heard the Duke of Fauci. <laughs> yeah, some curmudgeon on deck. The Duke of Fauci's told uh, her. Jesus, the Duke all of Fauci. All kinds of rumors uh, from him. Uh, first, he says, first he says, first he says the spores will kill you. Then he says the spores aren't transferable. <laughs> and if you get the vaccine, the spores can't hurt you. But then you infect other people within two weeks of getting it. He don't know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> After no one's heard travel. from him for months. We all know who had created these spores. <laughs> oh my Chinese. Whoa! They're not even um, in Faerun. Let's take a bio break. We'll, oh, that's we'll the Far East. I'm like, sorry. Oaxaca. What did you want to do before we left the boat, Mr. Um, before we leave the boat to enter the town, uh, Ozal will uh, place his hand on Burns' shoulder for one minute. And. Um, Let's see here. Uh, it doesn't say what it does. What the hell? Uh, Gift of Alacrity, but let me read the spell. 1d8 to initiative rolls. Correct. So I do think it's <coughs> hilarious that it says, roll 20 note, this spell requires the dungeon master's <laughs> right? consent. This is typically used for blah, 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 blah. You touch a willing uh, creature for the duration the target can add 1d8 to its initiative rolls. So every time burned for the next 8 hours... Rolls a um, excuse me. Rolls a uh, initiative. You can add one d eight to that. That's hilarious. I consent to this uh, touching. If you did. I think. <laughs> uh, and awesome. then Ozal will cool. also cast Mage Armor on himself for the day. Boners. <clears throat> um, is that two spell slots or one? Uh, that's two, and then I still have the level one spell slot stored for uh, shield and. Um, Absorb elements. Was that in your ring, or was that in the orb? Uh, that should be in the orb, I think. Okay, we'll have to talk about that off stream. Um, uh oh. Anyways, it doesn't matter. It's fine. Don't worry about it. You arrive after several days of travel uh, up river with Frederick's magic boat, um, navigating canals and skirting lines and using spells to protect the ship. You arrive on foot after mooring in the deep ocean or the deep river to the town of Montilla. Uh, it's high tiered walls nestled between two large mountain peaks, overshadowed as the rain begins to fall. Wow, Montana's beautiful. <laughs> yes, Montana, the wild lands of Montana. Where you at, Kurt Costner? I'm over here. Or Kevin Costner, sorry. Can you describe so, the, the weather and the time of the day as well, please? It is officially 1 p.m. Uh, it is overcast. It is raining. It's windy. It's cold. Uh, there is light fog on the ground with little dancing lights in it that as you kind of approach to maybe uh, look at them, they 
dart off further away, drawing you away from the town. Um, like you're chasing ghosts in the mist. Uh, the way that Monster of the Week works is I give you a core map, which is this. Uh, the core map has a key. The key correlates to different places on the map. Uh, each place has a different interaction, potentially. Some places are locked out until you progress the story, right? Like, hey, I want to go see the Burgermaster or whatever, right? Doesn't mean that you can just walk into the town and demand it. You could try, uh, but you get to narratively explore the town. So, uh, where would you like to start? My suggestions would be either the guard tower, right? Like the watchtower, uh, mining headquarters, um, maybe the inn slash tavern. It's a pretty good place to start in D&D, but... You are adventurers. Choose where you want to go. I would like to go to the inn for what I'll be doing. All right, go ahead and place yourself on the inn, which is number, number four. four. Do we have to get through the guard, or he just lets us through? The uh, gate? No, it's a free city. So uh, even though it's 1 p.m., you approach the gatehouse, and they basically just ask, What's your business, I? What do you say? Um... He looks normal. Doesn't look like he has any infection or anything like that. No, he looks perfectly fine. We are just weary travelers. We're stopping in for a bit of rest. Yeah. Okay. No causing trouble, I. He kind of like looks you up and down. Codgers. Old, old codgers always causing trouble. Giving advice and he wanted. He takes a big old bite of his apple. Lazal will head to the inn in the tavern. Okay. Zoltis, where are you going? Uh, I I kind of had the same inkling. Um, but um, the, the gatehouse is where the Gary is. So is he covering the number? Uh, yes. Or not sorry. the gatehouse, sorry, the guard tower? Yeah, the guard tower. He is a known member of the the official guard in uh, Marius's key, I guess, for scrying. I just haven't removed him. I suppose <clears throat> we'll divide and conquer. Then um, I will go to Gary towards Gary the guard in the in the uh, number eight, the watchtower, and I'll say to the party uh, as we cross through the gate through into the town that anyone who wants to join me, I'm going to. Head to the watchtower and see what we can find out there. Okay. Go ahead and put yourself on eight, Zolthus. Burn? Um, <clears throat> I'm gonna stick with Zolthus, actually. Um, yeah, I'm gonna stick with Zolthus. Okay. Solas? Our rings uh, don't work see. here, right? Correct. Your rings do not work here. You know what? I think I'll go with Ozal to the inn. Okay. Uh, Marius. Uh, well, uh... What, what time of day is it that we're arriving? That one's standard time. What's... <laughs> I, I will go... I'll, I'll wander the streets a bit and then 
Make my way to what appears to be the chapel. Uh, I will put Ozal, Stolas, and Marius on hold. And we'll zoom in on Zolthus and Burn, being that it is one of the few places I did not build a map because I didn't want to have to build a guard complex. But still information to be gleaned. Uh, you walk up to <clears throat> the central watchtower. It is a large looming building, uh, probably the tallest building in town, uh, being that it needs to look out over uh, the the raised section, right? So you can kind of see um, both to the Lord's Manor slash out over the fields that you guys kind of walk through and the, the peasantry uh, in case there's some sort of oncoming horde. Uh, you knock on the, the tower door. Um, what do you what do you say and do? As Gary uh, comes down uh, a ladder and opens the door partway, kind of blocking it with his foot, uh, his eyes looking at you through half a door. Hello, good sir. <clears throat> Hello. What, uh... What, what are you doing in there? <clears throat> I am keeping town watch. Was there something I could help you with? An issue in town? Uh, directions? Well, <clears throat> we're, uh, adventurers making our way through town, and we are just hoping to get a better view and overlook, uh, just, uh city as a whole, and this seemed like a good vantage point. Is there any way you could uh, let us in and have a peek? Uh, go ahead and roll me a, a charisma like a persuasion check. You're being a nice guy. You're rustically hospitable. This is a small town, so you can have advantage. Okay, cool. Advantage and charisma. Pers oh, I know. What is that? Performance? What would charisma be? Uh, that would be persuasion. Persuasion. There we go. Oh, yeah, duh. Oh, oh God. man, I didn't set the modifier very high. I put it at easy, but easy is still 10. Uh, and he's Gosh. like, no, I'm really sorry. I'm not supposed to let people into the tower. It's a, it's a guard complex, technically, and, you know, security breach and all that. But I'm more than willing to walk you to the highest point in town that we're allowed to go, and I can show you out. Uh, uh, perhaps uh, the town hall? There's a pretty good vantage point from there. It's the second tier, um, just before the Lord's Manor. Yes, let me speak to my compatriot here, and I will be right with you. Um, Burn is going to pull Zothus kind of um, out of earshot of this guard. Yeah, it's raining too, so that gives you a little bit of like privacy. Zothus, I will have this man show me out... Do your best to sneak in. I will pretend to send you away, but stay close so you can slip in the door. Not a bad plan. Let's before we he leaves, let's ask him of any goings on and maybe see if is he any does he have any companions that he's uh guards the town with? Friendly ask, not not that we need to know exact numbers. Okay. Uh, I'll walk back to the door. Good sir, I might yes. take you up on your offer. My friend needs to leave here in a few minutes anyway. Um, just for my, uh, uh, what do you call it? My, uh, to put my mind at ease. Is this town well guarded? I have compatriots in the uh, 
about town, shopping and whatnot. I want to make sure they're safe. You don't need to give me an exact number, but are there lots of guards? Uh, there are a few. Uh, I'm going to point out uh, groups of like three clusters, right? So a few guards each. Um, so you can assume everyone except for named Gary is probably um, at least in a group of three to five. Can we perceive if he's alone in the tower? Is kind of also part of the reason I asked. The door is kind of blocking it, uh, but as you kind of peek in, um, you notice behind him, it is mostly just a circular room. There's like some hay and like a small desk. Um, He is the only one that has come down. And then there's a large ladder that kind of goes up to a trap door above him. And it's kind of uh, leaking water from the rain. Uh, down into the central part of the room, and it seems quiet. Uh, he'll uh, extinguish the candle, uh, pull himself out by uh, grabbing his spear, closing the door behind him. He'll reach for a ring of keys, lock the tower, and he says, yeah, that's, uh, I, I could escort you up there, being that you're new in town. You seem like a really nice guy. Um, sure, why not? And Of course. Gary, is it is. Oh. Is oh. It quickly there, Gary, is, is also... Are there any recent goings on? Are there any troubles about in town that we have to No, worry no, about? no. Whoa. We we keep bringing in all kinds of business. We get adventurers and people going into the mines and working in the mines. And he's like, oh, we have a, a thriving economy. He's like, it's a wonderful place to live if you're looking for, you know, uh, a town to move to. We're a free city. What, uh, exactly are you, what exactly are you mining here? Or? And he kind of like looks at you confused. General ore, um, copper, jade. Do you steel. have jade? I we do deal with some agates and mm. gems uh, on occasion. I love uh, the jade trade. Wow. Yes, I also day trade in jade. Um, <laughs> kind of like gives you a weird look, like fucking elves, dude. Uh, <laughs> well, Gary and I will go have a peek. Please make sure our friends are safe and see if we can find some of that jade. He says, yeah, if you if you want to, you can uh, head over to the... Uh, the um, fuck, dude. Uh, what is it called? The mining headquarters. Uh, and, and talk to the mine master. They, they do bulk trades. They do uh, individual diamond sales or, or gym sales, excuse me. Um, should that you want to deal with gyms. Burn's gonna try and uh, distract this guy. I guess because Othus is gonna need to steal those keys. He's got thieves tools too. But yeah, he can if he wants to. He oh, he's got thieves tools? I was gonna say, I should be able to break in no no okay. problem. Yeah. Okay, as we're walking around, I'll be like, so, uh, Gary, tell me all about Montana. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful hunting. Fishing in streams, terrible winters. It's the worst part. You guys kind of just walk through the city. Um, do you go with him all the way up to uh, the town hall? Who, Burn? Yeah, does Burn go? Like, yeah, Burn. Burn's effectively like Zothas. You do what we came here to do. I'll make sure this guy doesn't bother you. Yeah, he's super nice, super chill. <clears throat> um, it's a small town again, right? Like you have that rustic, hospitable nature. Um, very charming for the common folk. It's uh, kind of reminds you of home in some ways with the mountain aspect. Yeah. Um, so a little bit better defended though, right? Tiered walls, multiple guards. 
Um, yeah, Zolthus, uh, they walk off into the night, having a lovely stroll as t- two o'clock comes around, still kind of dark and shadowy under the mountain. Um, not a lot of moving patrols in the small town, some, but you, you could break in if you wanted to try. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, we can, I don't know if you want to maybe go to Ozol and them, or I can, I don't know how long it will take to resolve this here. It's up to you. Um, let's see, I'm going to, is it sleight of hand, right? Uh, if I'm going to is, break There's in. a proficiency on the bottom left that says Thieves Tools. Um, so it's double your proficiency bonus and dexterity, if I remember correctly. I can... And, uh, sorry, would I click Thieves Tools in, or click the slide? Yeah, click Thieves Tools and see if it populates. If not, that's fine. Does it say Inquiry? Yeah, Input Value, Dexterity, Uh, Strength. Dexterity. 26. Let's go, dude. Alright, 26, yes. Um, it's a joke. It's a small town lock on a door that's been used thousands of times, right? A couple 20 times a day, right? Lock it, unlock it, walk patrol, come back up to the watchtower. Uh, you find yourself in, close the door behind you in this, you know, 20 foot wide circular room. Um, there's a small desk with some papers, general watch notes, not a lot of interest, um, a candle, and then a ladder. So nothing of interest on this floor? Not really. Alright, and then the there is there sorry, a desk you said or Yeah, there's a desk with it has a watch log on it that just kind of like has dates of major accounts, uh weather patterns, any, any disturbances drawers? they've seen. No drawers. Uh, it's and very Spartan esque. I'll quickly check if the list of disturbances, I'll quickly scan it. Do I see anything that stands out as like critical or Maybe highlighted as, as of note. Oh, there's a page missing. Okay. Do I rec- Do I see when when the page like? Do I see a date system knowing when the page was taken. Yeah, say? it's about it's about two months ago. Uh, there is probably between one and two pages that have been removed over the last couple months. Um, okay. And then uh, go ahead and give me a perception check. See if I can give you some more here. Uh, perception here for me will be. 18. 18. Perfect. <clears throat> you can make out that the the handwriting's different between guards. That's pretty consistent. You know, whoever's keeping watch that day, and you can make out the same three or four differences in handwritings. What strikes you as odd is on the page that was ripped out. There's a claw mark on the desk, almost like if something with long claws had ripped it out and nicked part of the desk in ripping it out. Um, that's probably the thing that's most interesting. All right, I'll, uh, I won't touch anything because uh, don't want to move anything. Beyond that, nothing else there to, to see, as you said. Not really. Do you want to climb up the ladder and look out? Y- yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make my way up. How high up is it? Uh, it's probably 100 feet. 100 feet. Okay, it's I will. Uh, ladder. I will make my way up. Um, yeah. The ladder uh, and is it locked? The trap door. It is not locked. It's just a pole. It's got like a Q ring on it. You can push open the the trap door and climb through. Turtle style, I'll open it up and look around and make sure there's nothing. uh, Nothing. nothing No traps. Uh, There is a. There's a crossbow up here uh, next to the the town flag. 
which is like two crossed wheats um, with a mountain in the middle. And the, the wheats kind of make the mountain silhouette. Um, and it's on like a greenish beige field. Uh, the wheat is golden. The mountain's gray. Uh, and then <laughs> there's a crossbow leaning up there. And then what looks to be uh, some sort of monocular, like a singular binocular but by means two and mono means one, so it's a, like a pirate monocular device for looking out from the tower. Spyglass? Yeah. Yep. I couldn't think of the word. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. I think you're still right with monocular. Uh, so is the crossbow just standard? Like, I have the Oh, same yeah. One? It's just it's a light crossbow. Light it's kind of rusted. It's not nice. Like, it's, it's definitely general use, like a worst-case scenario situation. Uh... The spyglass, I'll have a quick look on... I'll scan, I guess, the horizon with it. Okay. Um, see if I can notice anything out in, uh, out ahead of us, I guess. Not really. I'll, I'll put the... I'll keep the guard uh, postments up here. We'll say that's how you got this information of where the guards are kind of posted at. Um, I'll, I'll tweak a couple things here and... Uh, move some people around, but yeah, that's that's pretty much how it works. All right, the spyglass is nothing special, though. Just, I mean, you can keep it, you can steal it. It's a spyglass. I maybe we'll try to find one myself. I don't want to leave this town without possibly a critical warning system <laughs> for <laughs> for a possible invasion. You don't <laughs> want to be with... the reason the town falls because they forgot their spyglass and you stole. <laughs> Yeah, because they can't see yeah, yeah. the orcs on the horizon or whatever. But yeah, uh, that's, that's about it. I'll. That's hilarious. Sorry, go ahead. First of all, that, that, no, that's awesome that you're like a, a thief of virtue. So, that's awesome. Yeah, so I'm gonna leave that, and then I'll. I, I see nothing else of interest really here, and nothing in the out from the lookout. I make my way back down, and I'll leave the uh, leave the uh, watchtower. Okay, uh, you leave. Where do you head to? Um, in this 45-ish minute I, I'm gonna sh- of... stroll towards the mines and just try to mingle in with any group of people and try to just listen in. You can come back to me later and see if there's any, if I can glean anything from these guards later. For sure. Thanks. Marius, let's hop to you, being that you're the next person on the list here. Um, I'm going to put everyone Certainly, on the map. Certainly, we can do that. Oh. Um, oh, that's fine. I haven't I haven't dragged you over yet. Um, Marius, you're here outside the church. And then I'll put everyone else on the map so you guys can just see it, but you're not actually there. Lothus, Ozol, Burn, Stolos. Uh, and I got your message about Vor flying over. So if you want to include Vor, if he's headed south from where you're at, you can. Uh, He'll be heading north. That's your call. Okay. So I just want to make sure you don't get stuck there. You approach a very well-maintained church. Um, there is a letter that has been weather-worn uh, with a dagger sticking into it. And then you can make out some lumber to your left. I'll draw some lines here to illustrate uh, that the church's seal uh, for whoever closed it uh, has broken it. 
So there's some detritus of wood kind of laying on the steps. Other than hmm. that, the, the gardens are a little overgrown. There's a cemetery. Uh, and the left door is unlocked. Well, I'll, I'll attempt to open the doorway then and uh, take a look inside. Is there any practitioners inside with worship? Engaged in worship? There is not. Uh, dust covers the pews. Uh, the upper floor has been sealed off, uh, literally bricked up. Then uh, that would lead up to the bill tower. Damn, um, bricked up. Other than that, it's just <laughs> a large coming. layer of dust, and you can make out two sets of footprints that go further, humanoid footprints, into the building. Hmm. Well, I'll. Uh... I'll follow suit with those footprints and just kind of see, follow the direction that they go and see what, what I find out. Yeah, they take ta- straight north. Straight north? Um, taking a, a look around the place, does it seem like it's been desecrated, trampled? Um, has anyone ransacked the place? It's not ransacked, but there is an absence of holy text. There is like a pedestal where there should be like a big church sermon book. There should be like hymnals and songbooks and things like that, or at least some sort of like scroll and tapestry. All of that has been stripped. It is like a a bare bones, like, hey, we built a church, but we never did anything with it. Um, that's it. Do the footprints go off to the left or to the right? They split. Some left, oh. some right. Well, I will take the left path then. Okay. Uh, there is another closed door. The footprints walked past it, and then you can make out whispering to your north. As you can see, two figures. Uh, let me pull their stuff up here, and I can give you more information on them. How are you approaching? Are you trying to use stealth and cunning? Um... What are you doing? I'm just walking my way through the temple itself, but if I hear whispers, I'll stop and listen in. I've got them pretty perceptive fellow, so I would like to think I could maybe try and listen in on what they're talking about. Sure, sure. Um... Give me two seconds. Sorry, roll 20 is kind of chugging on me, so I am... Catching up. Okay. Uh, Yes, you can make out two armor-clad figures. One is wearing uh, breastplate armor. Uh, The other is in robes and he is looking through a tome uh, across their um, left shoulder pads there is a symbol uh, that looks like a hand with a flaming sword in it Uh, the hand is silver the sword is red uh, and the flames are white Um, the inquisitor on the left in the armor uh, holding this big silver uh, long sword uh, we'll say to the other one, it doesn't make any sense. We've been in this town for weeks, and still there is no sign of infection, of tyranny. I, I just, I don't understand. It's like we've hit a dead end. Uh, the older one 
uh, will kind of keep flipping through his books. And, mm-hmm. Yes. She says, and all you do is pull through that book as if it holds the answers. It is the bestiary, he says, uh, flipping pages as they kind of do not acknowledge your presence if they have spotted you. Do I uh, recognize the, the holy symbol that they have on them? That silver sword and crest? It's kind of reminiscent of Han, of Helm in some ways, right? Like the, the gauntleted silver fist is definitely Helm-esque. The flaming sword on the other hand and the white fire, you're not, you're not 100% sure. Do they keep talking then, or do they they look in my direction? I, I mean, I don't carry any light swords, so... No, they, they just kind of keep talking to themselves about mundane things, uh, guessing back and forth. Um, not a lot of context in their, their tones. They switch between a couple dialects. Um, but yeah, other than that, they kind of just are trying to figure out what's going on. Hello? Is there uh, anyone in here? The one on the left pulls her sword to attention as the one on the right closes his book. Uh, and he will kind of look at you and be like, it's about time you said something. It is rude to lurk. Well, uh, you know, I'm new to town trying to see what uh, the common worship here is in the city. Uh, he gestures to the statue behind him as he says, I believe it was Mistra at one time. Really? A deity of magic? Mm. Interesting. And who might you, gen- uh, lady and gentleman, be? Uh, he will kind of take the lead and, and bring you over to the table and gesture for you to sit with him. And he says, you can call me Inquisitor Og. Inquisitor Og. And your compatriot there? Uh, he kind of looks to her and she shakes her head and she just chooses not to answer and she will just stand. Okay. I'll call you Inquisitor Sheila then. Swan. Ah, she Swan! Ah. See, that is a pretty name. Why would you not care to share it? Because I do not take kindly to strangers poking in my business. Well, I'm Marius Rudari. And I have myself and a few friends have been asked to come to town to see and figure out what is going on with the people here. Uh, This young woman, Sophia, showed up... uh, to our town and was covered in these scratch marks and oozing wounds. Uh, I am a, a cleric of hell. If you cannot see on my brazen shield um, the silver gauntleted fist. I attempted some healing on her and it seemed to have like settled it for a bit, but unfortunately I think the woman was too far in her Affliction that she could not truly be saved, as after that evening she passed away. On on our attempt to make it back here in time, um, she was quite the sweet woman, but 
Yes, she did not make it. Have you all been here for long? We have been here approximately a week, Inquisitor Swan says. Hmm. Well, then you, you've arrived here right when we set sail. So, we've been traveling up the river for a number of days now. She nods. What have you discovered? How can I be of help? She says, we, we too have discovered, but we have been able to pinpoint the disease. It's called the Dark Hole Fever. Uh, it spawns nasty, nasty beasts that we're not quite 100% sure what they are. Um, and she kind of touches her, her inquisitorial symbol. And you're not sure if it's a holy symbol or if it's good luck or, or what the, the message means. Uh, and Og will kind of do the same. Um, and she says, for now, we have taken refuge into the church. Um, it's strange. It's some, we tried to gain access to the mines and they would not allow us in. Even under our inquisitorial power, right? We, we should be the law no matter where we go. They do not recognize it. Men come and go, darkness falls, there are howls in the night, screams, people disappear. Uh, and then we observe, and all we've been able to find is long claw marks. Yeah, so and Sophia had some. She had similar, like, scratches on her. Um, but they caused this blackening tendrils to spread on her skin and. Seemed like her, the, her blood itself was inflicted, and when she passed, she actually transformed, or something came out of her body and grew into a creature. Interesting. Uh, but who exactly are you an inquisitor for? Uh, they kind of trade a side glance, and they say, "Well, as I'm assuming you know, our deity has died." We are the remnants of Tyr, the avenging left hand. We mm. seek to spread works in his name, though our order is quite small. And we are hunted by... You know. They who should not be named? She nods. But what good well. we can do, we do do. Ha, <laughs> do do. <laughs> You have a duty you must uphold. She nods. Huh. I understand. Uh, so you haven't been able to make it into the mines and you haven't figured out what the affliction is. Correct. Um, and we have not got an audience with the lord of these lands either. Really? They not. And you've, you've been here for a week. Interesting. Have any other members of the town gone missing in this time? They nod. They said all of them except the ones that seem to be wearing jewelry. Uh, it gives off a, a faint magical glow. It's almost like an ion stone, but for a town to have so many of them seems odd. Sophia mentioned that their uh, their mines they they primarily mined gemstones. True. And being wor being worshippers of Mistra, maybe they, the mountains here have a natural arcane inclusion, uh, arcane persuasion to them, and they're finding stones that they need pre-enchanted. Maybe. 
Og kind of nonchalantly tilts his head left and right, and he's like, it's, it is plausible, anything in the realm of possibility. However, island stones are t- magnificently rare and powerful magic items. You wouldn't just hand them out to common folk. It's a, a wizard's tool, unless they have wizards in the mountain, which is, again, plausible, but not practical. Well, Wizards how are many f- fickle beings? How many of these people that have the stones have been attacked? Zero. That's our common thread that we've been trying to pull on. But oh. even with hmm. advanced interrogation techniques, and kind of Inquisitor Swan will run her hand across her silver sword, uh, we haven't gleaned much. People would rather die than speak. Well, intimidation generally doesn't work on remote populations. You have to they earn not. their trust. They're hardy people. It, it, it takes a bit more work than threats and cutting. They, they kind of look at you and not appreciating being lectured by... Since their god is Tyr, a god of justice. And they, they nod. They said, we have not actually killed anyone. Okay, alright. It would be out of know, our scope unless they deserved it. Sister Swan there kind of, you know, indicated differently with her, you know, caressing of her blade. Og, so. Og chuckles, and he's like, she is a, a strong hand in hard times. I, I imagine she has a strong hand in many of things. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ew, nasty boy. Uh, she she kind of grips her sword and gives you a, a wolfish grin. Oh, Marius. Anyways, so. Uh, maybe you should join me and my friends then, and we can see if we can get an audience with this lord. I have a f- rather large friend who can be quite persuasive when he wants to be. So. Uh. We will discuss it and meet you at the tavern, perhaps. We are still exploring some avenues and, unfortunately, refurbishing the church. As you can see, it needs help. Yes, so it seems. Do you know if most of the practitioners here still worship Mistra, or have they abandoned her? We have not seen anyone in the week that we have been here so much acknowledge the church. Even when we step on it and ask the local populace about it, they say it's been closed. And the uh, father who was here, Father Larry, left a long time ago to help some people in a neighboring town and never returned. Have you ever known a father, let alone a church with three beds, so at least a father and two friars, a scribe, just abandoned? such a beautiful dwelling as they kind of like look around at it it's simple but it is elegant no I don't it's it's quite strange any chance you found uh, their their herbs and incense cache by anywhere around here they nod they, the building has been stripped all text any holy relics and artifact, the only thing left is the statue of Mistra, and even it is maimed. And you can make out across Mistra's face, now that they kind of are speaking about it, um, there's this large gash in the stone across Mistra's face. Uh, these five claw marks. Well, whatever this creature is that's attacking the people has a 
hatred of deities and gods. Maybe that's why they've abandoned their faith. Perhaps. Based on the damage I see to Fair Lady Mistress Hayes. They nod. We came to the same conclusion. Hmm. Well, I'll see you at the end then. Okay. Brother Og, Sister Swan, it is a pleasure to meet you. Uh, they both give you an official salute and nod. May Helm's protection guide you. And Marius will leave. And make his way through to the tavern. Perfect. Speaking of taverns, let's pull Ozal and Stolos to the board. As our mystery unfolds. Too far. Yes, Ozal. I heard you breathe. While um, we are walking, Ozal will send four uh, north to the uh, master's dwelling. Oh, okay. I want to see if he can um, either sneak in or um, observe anything uh, from the air. Uh, it is unusually still. That is the only hint I have to give you without you actually entering the building. Is there any open windows, or...? There is not. They are all closed and boarded. It's and it is quite interesting. the sprawling estate. Go ahead and scroll straight down. It's two levels, as most inns are. Um, you alight onto a sign called the Greedy Delver Inn and Tavern. Standing behind the bar is a short, rat-like creature uh, who is reading over the books... Uh, milling behind him, coming in and out of the back room, cooking, busting tables. You can make out four turtles, which are turtle people, uh, that seem to be caring for this inn. Uh, as you enter, Skeevy Dave, the tavern's proprietor, waves. Welcome. Good evening. Are you in search of lodgings, good sir? Possibly. Once I speak with my compatriots, we can discuss. Multiple now, rooms. Possibly. What rooms do you have to offer, good sir? Well, we have the finest rooms in all of the town. <laughs> we are the only inn, you see, is the joke. <laughs> yes, of course. Uh, is there... Single rooms available, or double rooms? What, um... Uh, uh, Most of the rooms are a shared accommodation. You could rent one out by yourself if you would like. There's at least two beds to a room. Uh, Perhaps you and the lovely young... He kind of wiggles his fingers towards Stolas. If you're a couple that would share a room, or separate, there are plenty of rooms. I have six upstairs. I see... And what does the room cost? What is the room cost? Several gold per night. We'll call it four. Four gold. Four gold, includes okay. Two, two meals a day. Go to buy my humble sons. Very good. Uh, we will need lodgings for five, and uh, potentially if any room might have a bed that uh, would fit a giant... We could push some beds together. That would be most, most kind of you. And and remind me, what is your name? Forgive me. 
My name is Dave, though the townsfolk call me Skeevy Dave, being that I am a rat folk. What would you like to be called? You may call me David. It's most nice to make your acquaintance, David. This is Stolas, and I am also all the wise. You will see my sons milling around. Mike, Don, Leo, Raph. I see. Well, good evening to you all. Or good afternoon, rather. Forgive me. They wear distinguishing aprons in different colors. Very good, very good. Uh, Ozal <laughs> will uh, take a seat. Uh, this is the bar, I presume? It is the bar. Uh, and uh, order an ale and offer Stolas one as well, if they would like. I'm yep. good. Thank you. Uh, Ozal will also settle out for, um, I would presume, three rooms, I guess? Because there's five of us, and there said rooms of two. Uh, yes. So there's, if you scroll up, you can see there's different combinations. Um, potentially you could get away with two if you guys wanted to share a room, right? It's like a three bedroom and a two, two bedroom. Oh yeah, we'll do uh, that. The three and the two. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, what do I owe him then for the uh, ale and then the, um, he just, it, it's just eight gold for tonight. Um, unless you okay. want to prolong your stay for multiple days. Yeah. I'll just do one for now and say that we'll probably extend. Okay. Yeah. He nods. Uh, <clears throat> Ozal will ask, um, David, would you, is there anything odd about this town? It's our first time here, and there seems to be an ambiance about it that I can't quite put my finger on. He looks at you, um, a little bit wary, and, uh, he says, Mike, why don't you go help your brothers prepare the stew this evening? And, uh, he, he will kind of nod, uh, brushing his hands on his orange apron uh, and walk into the back. I'm sorry, I did not mean to make you uncomfortable. No, 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 you just don't want to scare the boys, you know. Yes, it is a peculiar mining town. Um, humans are greedy. And sometimes greed draws darker things. Would you care to elaborate, David? I do not know, nor would I care to involve myself in gossip. But, yes. We have a a disease spreading through the town. A burning fever that spreads like a black wound through your body. Your eyes seep and then people disappear. We don't know if the town god is killing them, if they run away, or what is happening. Has the disease affected... um fellow rat folk or there's only the, people uh, who have been wounded usually some sort of bite mark or claw mark but I don't I don't know I, I simply run a tavern for strangers they come they stay the night they go to the mines they go to the lord's manor they don't come back whether they leave town I don't know again my business is here he kind of polishes the bar the lord of this town is it easy to get an audience with him oh lord eldrum no uh, he'll pour you two midnight ales uh, midnight dreams uh, it's like a dark ale and he'll kind of set it on the bar um alright this was the initial ale that we ordered or this is the second one uh, this is the first one 
Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, Warden Lady Eldum. Oh, Eldum. Thank you. Yep. Um, Sorry, I was typing notes for you guys. In the you're chat. good. And if we did want to meet with them, what would be the best way to go about doing such a thing? Hmm. I would maybe meet with the mining consultant and tell them you were looking for a large contract of ore. Or perhaps some sort of personal defense detail. I see. Depending on what are the compatriots you have. Yes. Are you familiar with someone in this town by the name of Sophia? He kind of thinks to himself, kind of has this rat-like beard that he strokes as his tail swishes. Um, She's a lovely young lady with a son. I, yes, I have heard talk of her. Her son went missing, called out the window or something, and went wild. How long ago was this, Dave? Three weeks. I see. This illness that you mentioned in the city, is it something that's been prevalent for years, for months? Oh, at least or just recently? Months. Um, months, I see. I heard. Again, I don't like to participate in gossip. And he kind of holds his hand out to you on the bar. Uh, I'll place uh, ten gold. Yeah. He'll uh, gently scoop it up and put it into his apron. I've heard that Lord and Lady Eldam were seeking a cure for their child. And they have not been seen since. They have to be there. The guard still patrols. Laws still get passed. The town crier still makes decrees. The mining guild still operates. But they've mentioned this, public appearance. This mine. What is what is being mined in this city? Oh, humble ores and some agates. Um, it's quite a robust trade. It's what keeps our city free. Is the mine open to visitors? Not usually. Though, if you were to be... And he holds his hand out again. I'll place another ten gold. <laughs> Though, if you were to be a large contractor and source of lots of mineral... Agates, gems, steel, copper, iron... Perhaps you could make a contract and get a tour of the operation. If you had the coin to prove. I see... What is the uh, meal for the evening, David? Uh, it is a rustic potato stew. It's got some onions and carrots. And uh, I like beef. I don't know if you like beef, but the local townsfolk have a great free-range wagyu. Put it in I do stew. like beef. Uh, well, thank you for your generosity, David. He says, of course. We'll enjoy our ale, and we'll return this evening to take our rooms. And again, if you would be so kind to push two beds together for our large friend, it would be much appreciated. Uh, yeah. Uh, he will hand you uh, two copper keys and say the first two rooms on your left and right uh, are the rooms that you will be having for this evening. Thank you, David. Ozal will finish his ale and um, use his... Uh, Vor vision to see where Burn and uh, Zothus and Marius are in the town. Okay, let me drag you out of the Ninja Turtles bar and back to the world map. Uh, Burn, are you still on a date, bud? Are you hanging out with this guard, or you feel like you've bought enough time? Um, we would try and plug him for more information. 
Uh, I'm not sure. I guess I could ask him, like, if, if there was anything strange going on. Uh, have he no- has he noticed anyone acting funny? Yeah, yeah. Maybe ask about the Inquisitors. Um, sure. So, we'll, we'll take him in descending order. You guys walk into the town hall, uh, which is a large pavilion uh, that's closed. He kind of opens the door with a key, uh, and as you press in, you can see that there have been like leaves and grass from the trees, as if the town hall hasn't been clean or used in a while. Uh, as he kind of opens the shutters of these giant windows uh, that overlook the town, he'll kind of take his cloak and rub some of the dust off the windows so that you can look out properly. And he says, well, um, we we have, you know, like, like 10, 20 minutes in here, if you don't mind. And you can see the defenses. Um, as you start asking kind of more more personal questions, he, he kind of gets quiet. And he says, well, I, I got in trouble at the Lord's Manor. I was asking some of the, the housing staff how their son was doing. Uh, they chose not to comment, so I chose to inquire more to other staff household, and I was put on permanent tower duty um, due to asking too many questions. Hmm. That's curious. I take it they took offense. Yes. That seems uh, they said that I was punishment. attempting slander. Curious. Any other strange behavior from anyone else? Not really. The, you know, the, the mind folk are are pretty um, territorial. They don't like people poking around the mines. They don't like people poking around the mines. Why? Dangerous. Are they up well, to course. something? Falling rock? Uh, they are ancient ruins. Uh, there's a town tale that the dwarves dug too deep and unleashed an insatiable hunger that eventually collapsed their society. But fa- fairy tales, you know. Do I? Do I know that? Uh, perhaps? <laughs> Question mark? <laughs> oh, I'm new here. Remember, I told you, me and my friends were just passing through. Well, you know, there's societies all over the world where blah 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 yes, tales all the time, that. right? <laughs> Folklore, fairies and all of that. Hmm. Well, Gary, you've been a tremendous help here today. You're a good man. Of course. You you are a fine gentleman yourself. And so, who were these wh- people that punished you? Just the guard captain. He said that I asked too many questions and made a fool of myself. So. What's his name? Perhaps I'll have a word with him. And speak of your great uh, hospitable oh, nature. Nope, nope, don't. Please don't. I don't want to get in trouble for leaving the tower. Again, we are not actually supposed to be here. Oh. But his name is Captain Leopold. Captain Leopold. Well, perhaps I'll find him and spit in his drink. But please don't. That causing trouble is only going to get me into more trouble. Again, uh, <laughs> he like brain farts right on you. It's like super nervous. 
Okay, I'll tell you what. I will lay low. You get back to the tower, and uh, I'll find my friends. Sure, sure, sure. If you get a chance, stop by the inn. They serve a really dark ale. Uh, it's called the Midnight Dream. It is something that you should enjoy. Alas, that is not possible, but I will give it a shot. Thank you very much, my good sir. I will be on my way. Okay, and you head back to the tavern. What does Vor see? Uh, go ahead and put Vor where you want to put him, uh, and I will describe. He sees Marius uh, walking towards the tavern, burn departing down the road. Uh, Zolthus, uh, you don't see Zolthus. Zolthus is too sneaky. I can't. I can't. Sorry, Zolthus. Yeah. Um, I'll stay in the tavern, I guess, and, uh, uh, actually I'll, I'll exit the tavern and I know that Burn is sort of walking by and we'll kind of usher them into the, uh, the tavern so that we can take our rooms and discuss what we've learned sure. in private. Uh, Zoltis, what do you want to do? You see people coming and going and talking and, you know, yada yada, whatever, right? Uh, how, how else? What else can I give you? Or what else do you want to ask? Ah, so... um, I suppose I could uh, go up to one of the guards here. There's nothing in particular that I've gathered from... No, they're just shooting shit, playing dice and stuff. Okay, and who have I seen go in and out? Who's, Who's allowed in and out of the... Uh, That's a good question. Uh, you see a dwarf with red hair? Uh, he kind of... Seems like he's in charge because as he walks out of the mine, all of the, the guards stand up straight as if they've been doing their duty the whole time. They say, sir, sir! He nods. He goes, out of ease, lads! Jesus, fuck! And he just keeps walking down. And he... Sorry, he's walking into the mine? He's walking out of the mine oh, uh, okay. down towards nine. Uh, towards his office. Okay. Um, I'll I'll uh, I guess walk up to him and and make a acquaintance, a greeting with him. Yeah, let me Let's grab see. him off a different map here. Uh, and you are on Mon- Montana. Great town of Montana. Boop. Uh, he's kind of got this armored physique. He's carrying a giant war pick. Uh, and uh, Regrun kind of sees you. He says, like, kind of looks you up and down. Just kind of keeps walking, minding his own business, heading towards uh, his mining headquarters office. I'll uh, see him and I'll I'll approach him and say, "You sir, are you are you in charge? I'm looking for possible work." Nah. He kind of looks you up and down. You ain't got quite the physique to work in the mines, boy. I'm deceptively uh, capable. I could see that with your slender fingers. Yes, absolutely. They can get into uh, 
pockets? Places? No, into, uh, to grab ores that are, uh, you know, so, so, um, I see some of your friends that have, uh, some stubby fingers. I might be able to get into some areas. Stubby fingers? Time. He kind of looks at you. He's like, leave it to elves to have the decorum of a goat. Yes, my, my, um, I, your stubby fingers are not a, a negative. They hold an axe well, but my slender fingers can reach into small crevices. Uh, he's taken aback. He's not sure if you're flirting with him or trying to get into his pockets, but uh, either way, he's a little bit repulsed. I'm just looking for any available work. Is is what? What does one have to do to join? The mines. I tell you what, boy. Come to me office tomorrow. We'll see if you can pick up a war pick. And see if you can actually mine. Huh? We've got some rocks that need to break in in the back. And I don't need to be... A dwarf? <laughs> You'd be lucky if you were a dwarf. That's excellent news. I, I wasn't sure if it was... You were only hiring... Uh, people who have experience. Uh, he looks to the humans on his right and left, and he says, The town guard can always use a better fighter if you're not uh, up for hard labor. The town guard seems a little boring. This town is just slow. I, I think I'd rather uh, smash some rocks rather than smash my head against the wall doing nothing. Uh, he laughs. Floating behind him, I forgot to drag this on, uh, is a large green crystal. And he just kind of nods. He says, be a good lad and run along. And he kind of will keep walking as this uh, green gem kind of orbits around his center mass. Do I have any recognition of what it is? Do I, I probably Jim. see it's magical bubble. Okay, so I know nothing about magic. My arcane is abilities are arcana is one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, okay. I suppose you I do. could roll for it, but are you proficient with it? I only have a one with arcana. Oh, yeah. yeah. Probably not enough to to pull anything off of it. At this point, I generally would probably let him go, and I might ask the guard something. Okay. Yeah, he will continue with his strange bobble and walk down to the mining offices and walk in the front door out of the rain uh, kind of dumping out his pipe as he walks in toodaloo alright and I'll uh, approach one of the guards one here closest to me and just uh, ask him so anything interesting going on here uh, uh, anything interesting coming in and out of the mines I've uh, that gem was something Rocks. Just rocks? Some are, some are harder, more expensive. Some are ores. And they're speaking to you like you're dumb uh, for your dumb question. Lots of shiny ones, and they all kind of laugh. I, uh, thought they might, um, uh... Have a bit more information, something maybe more interesting to say. But, um, yeah. any, 
Any, uh, There is a universal events? lubricant called gold. Ah, uh, yes. Uh, I, I suppose I could... As I, as I uh, walk towards him, there must be something interesting going on around here as I hand him 20 gold pieces. Uh, yeah, the biggest one, like, slaps your hand grabbing it. He's like, sure, there it is. They found a whole stash of those green gems. And he kind of nods his head in the way that uh, Rangram walked down. They've been handing it out to all the pretty folk. Saying they got magical powers. Hmm. Is that uh, just they found those recently? I suppose. It depends. I hand what. him another ten gold. Uh, he he looks at it and he's like, oh, it "Feels a little light compared to the first one." For the information you're asking here, if you know what I mean. I hand I him another him. ten. <laughs> He puts it in his pocket and he says, of course. Uh, about three months back, the first one showed, and the boss took it. And after that, Lord and Lady got one, and several other townsfolk, and of course, none of us guards, and he air quotes, except for the captain got one, and they've been a little extra persnickety lately. Hmm. It seems, uh, quite peculiar. Have, um, uh, I don't know if I want to ask that. Uh, Vor spots Zolthus talking to the guards, just to, to keep you in the loop, Ozol, since he's kind of flying around. I don't um, think I want to waste any more I gold will... on this guy, basically. Okay. Are the guards distracted enough by what Zothus is doing? Uh, there's only like one or two taking turns talking to him. They're they're pretty diligent at their job. Uh, you get the feeling that like if they um, if they abandon duty, it's a pretty big deal, right? Like poking around with Gary's instance is one thing. Um, mm -hmm. It's another thing to completely abandon your post or let someone in where they're not supposed to go. Like, do I think that there's enough of a distraction that Vor could just fly in to the probably mine? not. This is okay. the lifeblood of the town, right? Sure, like, sure, 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 sure. Yeah, I can always explore that later. That's fine. No, you can make Vor a rat and have him squeak in, right? Like, or just do arcane eye and just. Oh, that's true too. From the end, just explore the whole mine. Mm -hmm. I mean, provided there isn't anything dangerous, then just well, I would just I. die. I mean, it's not too bad. <laughs> um, Vor will kind of fly above Zothus to signal, like, you know, get your ass back to the tavern. Yeah, you're summoned as this figure crosses, like, the bat signal in the sky uh, to circle back to the tavern. I, re I recognize Vor there, and I uh, say to this man, Well, um... Maybe we shall speak again, and I appreciate your time. Uh, they not here, of course. It's always a pleasure to take gold off a stranger. Uh, hopefully, if you uh, get the job, we could play some dice, and I could take some more of your gold. He kind of chucks your shoulder in like a joking manner. Uh, he's kind of warmed up to you a little bit. I've always loved a game of dice. No, you I might, I might be getting fingers. some of that coin back. Well, we'll see. I turn around and uh, and uh, as I turn around, I nod to him and 
head down the alley or down the street, I guess, towards the inn, towards the turtle okay. bar. Radical. <laughs> uh, once we are inside, uh, I will um, hand a key to Marius. And say that we should talk upstairs, but they should grab a drink or some food before we go upstairs. David, allow me to introduce... Thank you, (laughs) Sorry. Oh, goodness me. It's been so many days on the the (laughs) ship. Nice... Nice night on a uh, actual bed is well welcomed. Yes, David, allow me to introduce Mr. Marius Rudari. Ooh. And I will uh, He's show got him a darker complexion than I would have guessed, being that, that you're still a drow. A bit racial. Uh, wow! We will also introduce uh, Zothis and. Uh, you must forgive me, my dear boy Burn is outside still, but he is the Goliath that we spoke of. I'm purple, is that okay? Burn's walking <laughs> around. Burn would have been in uh, here with, with uh, Marius. They were right next to each other. He he kind of looks at you and he's like, I, I, don't, I don't mean any offense. Uh, drow are just kind of rare. You don't see a lot of them in this part of the town. Elves, and he kind of gestures towards your like sickly gray complexion elves are elves are elves drow drow got something going on well i mean you know we're we're part of the uh another band but don't worry about it it's not the problem here and the sunlight doesn't seem to bother me with all the shade of the uh the mountains here uh, yeah he taps the the whiskers on his nose How did you manage to find yourself here in this place? Oh. Sometimes you just gotta claw your way out of the sewer and make a better life for yourself and your sons. Your sons? How many sons do you have? <laughs> Four. <laughs> is your is your wife a turtle? No. God, no. I'm not married. They are, they are just my boys. I happened to find them one day, uh... Lost in the sewer, in need of guiding. I taught them the ways of the bartender. It's mm. very kind. Are they decent chefs by any chance? Uh, he nods. And he's like, you like beef stew? Beef stew? Fresh made yeah. today. Sure, I'll give it the try. Well, he's like, I have wine too. Oh, I am always a fan of wine. You <laughs> now you are speaking my language. Please, I will take a bottle. Uh, he just has a, a bottle called Red, and then it pours out red wine. <laughs> it's not great. You would assume he probably bought it somewhere, didn't make it himself. Uh, but he's like, food. Food comes with room and board. Please eat here. Eat in your rooms. Make yourselves. I have a feeling you're going to be the only visitors tonight that I am aware of. Why do you say that, David? 
it's been a quiet week. You were the first of the new batch. He kind of air quotes. Um, again, heroes come and go. Town folk, people looking for a job, whether it's the mines, the church, what have you. Very good, David. Thank you. I will retire to our room and I'll meet you guys there. Okay. Zothis will quickly look over the menu beside him and he sees on the back a uh, secret menu and <laughs> asks, what's what's this? Uh, fresh dough? Tomato sauce? Cheese? What? What's, oh, what's that's, this? that's something we're trying out. My sons and I call it Pizarre. It is a hand pie. Uh, traditional from my homeland and theirs uh, that you can partake of if you would like. I do love bread and cheese. Uh, is there any meat you can put on it? Any? Uh, I, oh, I need a bit of protein. I have some hard sausage in the back that I think would crisp up nicely with the hand pie. Make one large enough for the whole group, please. Oh, you in like a circle or a square or deep dish? A, a square of course. I know a circle, of course, of course, of circle. And oh, yeah. um, if it's not ready in thirty minutes, I, I'm not paying. <laughs> that is that is our promise. And he points to the bottom of the menu. If it's not ready in thirty minutes, it's free. But you already paid room and board, so jokes on you. I'll, I'll be upstairs timing. Uh, one of the brothers walks out uh, eating a slice of the ham pie and he's like, whoa! They ordered from the secret menu! Radical. Uh, and Dave shoots his son a look and he's like, oh, sorry, Dad. <laughs> like, walks back. Coming up! Sorry, dude! And he will begin to craft... You want some zong? Your circular bread, cheese, <laughs> sauce, <laughs> meat-covered dish. And bring it up to you as the first pizza in Faerun is created on a secret menu in a backwater Let's town. go. <laughs> Zoltis, what the would you like lore. to call this concoction? Uh, well, he, well, he, I believe, had a name for it, but um, this, this, um, this particular one will be uh, Montella Pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Radical. This, this, this sausage variety is the Montella. Okay. I named it after me, Montello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of his sons. Radical. I'm the fifth brother no one talks about. My Every time I talk, they hit me. <laughs> yeah. Okay. This is, yep. right. I, I, uh... I am uh, pleased with the service and say so I wait I look forward to this special uh, order. Yes, we'll we'll deliver it to you in a sack. Maybe a crate? What do, what do you think the best delivery vessel for such a an item could be? A square crate for a circular pie, I oh, think would make Pish posh, come off it. Square inside of a circle. Well, that sounds radical, Dad. <laughs> uh, yeah, your your pizza will be done in thirty minutes. He nods and kind of gestures you to go upstairs. One time he was learning the oven and he he got a splinter, so that's what we call him now. <laughs> Skeevy Dave, how dare you? <laughs> a 
his or friends David. call him Skeevy Dave, but his sons call him Splinter. Radical. If, if you can let me know when I hear the footsteps of them bringing up the pizza to the room, I need to. Oh, know. you can hear them. They'll be like mathematical in the hallway. Yeah, just uh, like, I need to ninja their way up there. Uh, I I need a warning uh, just before he knocks on the door. That's all. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, are you, do you want to be in the same room as all? Or are you doing? I some draw my bullshit? nunchucks. Fuck. <laughs> they what? are all Sorry. the monkey class. If you're curious. What did you say, Cody? Sorry. I said, uh, do you? I'm trying to match up colors here because it bothered me that the the wrong colors are on the wrong beds. Um, are you doing some wizard bullshit? You're gonna summon your special room inside of a room inside of a room, or are you just gonna use the the inn? Do you feel like you're safe here? Have I made you feel safe here? I feel safe here. I don't think I need to do that. Um, okay, I was just curious. More more so, I would just try uh, while I'm alone communing with. Um, the uh, yeah, Theparos, and asking her if, if it's possible to restore the um, the because I think last time that we went into the magic area, it was like a, this weird like abstract place, but I, I'm asking her to reform it back to what it was the uh, sort of like Ozal's estate with you know rooms and studies and the museum and seeing if that's possible. Mm, there's a set of rules for how to do that that I have given you today. There is. I don't want to go in there. I just want to ask if it's possible to, uh, to I guess, restore it or fix it. Anything is possible if you put your mind to it, Ozal. It all depends on you. How's that for an answer? Um... I, yeah, sure. The bros does not appreciate your tone. That's crazy, oh. master sarcasm. Not like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool. Uh, Are we yes. having a, a meeting? Uh, I'll ask, I guess, uh, about what we've learned today. Oh, I see what you're sure. saying. Next time we have 24 hours, I'll do that. Yeah, yeah. I got you. I, I, I wasn't sure if you read it or not, so I wasn't going to yeah. force it. I should have done it on the boat, but that's fine. That's fine. I have it prepped if you want to say that you did that. Um, that's a thing. No, that's fine. I think I, I genuinely think this is a safe spot. Um, are you sure? Well, you said, are you sure? That's fine. I'll summon the portal, I guess. Yes! Fuck yes! Uh, Ozol will... Um, let's see here. Take that ten minutes while they're cowabunging... I don't know the, the, the adjective or the Two noun for that. I believe. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, yeah. While they're doing their cowabunga down there. Um, well, there's multiple, so it'd be cowabunga. Unless ah. you're ungabungaing, <laughs> uh, which is a, you know. Ozal will plant the staff uh, in front of the window here, uh, making it appear just as a coat rack. And um, once everyone's inside, we'll lock the door and enter the portal. Okay. I. Hold on. Oh, I actually have to drag it down? That's strange. Stand by technical difficulties. No. Come on. 
that one did not save. Okay, we're gonna use the old one for tonight then, and I will use the new one later. Just keep in mind, there's a different one. Uh, you stepped through, what size of portal are you making, Ozo? Sorry, just one that burn can fit through. Okay, right. That's yeah. Uh, yeah, nothing too crazy. Um, I will, I, I guess, greet Trundle on the way in, and uh, enter. He's been here the whole time. Enter the study, or I guess I'll wait for everyone to to. Well, I guess if I'm in here, then I guess everyone's in here, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm just pulling people on. Oh, okay. Result this. I will lead us to the study. Burns already here. Stolas. Marius. Ah, Pepperos greets you. So this cart shouldn't be here. But Let's that's... see, where is... Oh no, the cart is here. It's destroyed. That's right. Yeah, it's got, uh, it's got, got messed up. We'll go to the second floor study. And... Um, Ozo will share that... He has learned that um, some of this um, stuff that's been happening, um, it's affected the, potentially affected the lord and lady of the town, that they are seeking a cure for their child. They haven't been seen publicly since their child became ill. That is incredibly difficult to get contact with these people, though it seems somehow laws and other things are... Uh, still going forward in the town. Uh, they said it might be possible to um, enter the mine through a mining contract, but I may have ways to at least scope it out. But that there is definitely some sickness that's infected this town. And My personal opinion, without having really seen much, is just that it may be coming from the mine. And I'll ask uh, the party if they've seen anything else. There's a knock at the door. At the door of the study? Yep. Oh, okay. Ozone will open the door. Uh, sir hands you a square crate. Thank you, sir. Uh, oh, fantastic. Oh, uh, uh, I, was, I was checking my watch. Pizza <laughs> dude's got 30 seconds. <laughs> That's what I was about to say. Well, so I actually did encounter two two people over at the uh, the temple. It seems to have been abandoned primarily. Used to be a place of worship for Mistra, but uh, now I was all perk up hearing that. Seems that it's been abandoned and uh, defaced, as Mistra's face was scratched out similarly to how Sophia uh, claw wounds she had on herself. Um, I a, uh, brother Og and sister Swan, two inquisitors of Tyr that have been in town for about a week. They mentioned they would actually be coming over towards the tavern here in a little while, just to see. Uh, they've been here for about a week and seem to have figured out what the disease itself is, but they haven't figured out what's causing it. So, uh, 
They may come and speak with us here soon. They still haven't managed to get a meeting with the Lord of the uh, Land. So maybe Burn, may you could sweet talk your way into there. Well, we'll ask, uh, do you think that these Inquisitors are trustworthy? Uh, they're wielding the, the symbol of Tear, and they didn't seem distful to me in the moment that I was speaking with them and talking to them. I see. I'm a bit uh, triggered by the Inquisitor. Uh, Why? From when we got uh, the Laughing God. We had to deal with all types of Inquisitors. Beating people up and... That was Themperos, not Cody. Just for the record. Oh, I see. Well, what wouldn't Themperos know? Probably. Anyways. Um, uh, Zothis, did you make any headway into your investigations? Yes, uh, I was able to actually break into the watchtower and found a logbook that was in pages from two months ago with Clawmark seemed to have ripped it out. So, someone has... something happened and someone's trying to hide it. And I've also was spent some time uh, waiting around the mine and found the man who runs it. And there was a large gem that was floating after him. It's magic of nature. I don't have much information. I, I, I don't know much about that part of the, the the world. But the guards did mention that the a large amount of them were found sometime a couple again a couple months ago, and basically have been given to some of the higher, um, higher, uh, ranking people in the town, and they've started to act in his persnickety. So, it could be affecting them in some way. I'm sorry, you're saying multiple gems have been found magical in nature that are, have been distributed in the town? Yes, he said there was a large cache of them, uh, a large, large number of them has been found at this point. May I roll an Arcana chat, Cody? But of course, good sir. Uh, 25. Oh, those may be the, uh, the Ion Stones I had heard of that the Inquisitors were talking about. Those that have the Ion Stones seem to be unaffected by or unassaulted by whatever this creature is. And did they say... Is... Oh, go ahead. They were green? I believe it was green, right? Sorry. Uh, I was not given specifics on the type of ion stone it was. Thank you. I have to confirm. Uh, what do you what do you want to know? That's all. Sorry, I could barely hear you, Cody. Oh, what do you want to know? Um, if I'm familiar with these ion stones. Oh yeah, they're powerful magic items that do cool things. Is there a reason why there would be a cache of them? Like like a bunch of them just underground? Um, not that you can think of. Usually they're, I mean, they're highly sought after magical items. I mean, perhaps with, I don't know if Burn has talked about the, the tale of the dwarves or not. Mm -hmm. And these <laughs> were, these were green. Is there a specific, um ion stone that 
I mean, I'm looking at some stuff, and there are different colors that depend on different things. What would a green indicate? Um, you're not a hundred percent sure. Uh, I mean, they're they're a magical item, right? Um, they're named after the god of knowledge and prophecy, uh, right? They're revered through the world. Um, it could be a leadership or a mastery stone. Potentially, yeah. They kind of orbit around your head. Yeah. Right? And they do different or things. Or greater absorption. Potentially. Hmm. So it just kind of it kind of depends. You'd actually probably have to get hands-on on one yeah. to really, like, check it out. Um, yeah. And just to confirm, it seems like higher-ups in the city are getting them? Or, or like, the richer people? Okay, gotcha. Correct. Um... Ozal will offer that perhaps on this night I can investigate the mines and um, see if you know what's in there. Uh, but that'll only last as long as the arcane eye isn't uh, dispelled or destroyed. I think it can actually only be dispelled, but um, that could be an option for us to get eyes inside the mine. But actually physically well, getting in, we'd need to uh, have a bit of pomp and circumstance about us. I spoke to the town guard, Gary. Right? That was his name? I don't know. Not important. <laughs> and he said that the ill or the dwarves were very particular about keeping people out. Claimed it was for their safety. But as we all know, people with power want to keep it and always disguise it as for your safety and they remove people's rights to do whatever they want so uh, he said as he was inquisitive they demoted him so he'd stop asking questions far away so that's definitely something we need to go investigate I agree um, can we inspect this pizza the curious about uh, this. Oh, they're it's, it's kind of yeah, strange it because they Radical. have this, this ornate carved piece of wood that sits in the middle to make sure that the pizza does not fall or that the the balsa wood lid does not droop onto the uh, the steaming oh my God. pizza. They gave us a table that is way too small to eat this food on. Um, as you remove the top of this ornate balsa wood crate. Uh, it is kind of greasy. It smells delicious. Rosemary, thyme, oregano, fennel seed. Uh, there's a tomato-based sauce, lots of onions. Onions so thin that they, when they were cut, they almost dissolved into the pan. Olive oil. Uh, it's a medium thickness dough. Uh, low moisture mozzarella, uh, which would be plausible for the time frame, I guess, actually, now that I think about it. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's maybe it's high moisture content mozzarella. Yeah, probably high moisture. Well, there's um, dragons, okay? Give me whatever fucking dough you want. Uh, hey, you know, lacto fermentation and all that fun stuff. Dog wants the pizza. The dog wants the pizza. Sorry, someone knocked on my front door apparently. Um Yeah, you know, it's got these really thin slice, perfect char, uh, it's been wow. cooked in some sort of wood fireplace. It's smoky and delicious. Zothis can't wait and dives in and grabs a piece. Uh, 
how, what do you think, Selfless? The pizza is nice and cheesy, and as it should be, nice and floppy. As I hold it in my hand, it, it droops down, and I, t I have to look up to bite it. As I take a big bite, it's mm. a perfect cheese pull too. Delicious. Important for the tic tac. Look, I can fold it. It fits through my helmet slit to eat it. <laughs> uh, yeah, you get sauce as it like shovels into your gullet, but yeah, yep. This is one it's of delicious. my new favorite foods. There's two little bottles uh, that also serves kind of holding. One of them seems to be some sort of powdered white umami flavored either salt or cheese umami. or something and wow. the, uh, fuck you the other one <laughs> is this red powder I'm just you know what yep I agree with you Abdulia I want pizza too but they're fucking close Made three. I eat pizza for lunch and I have the rest for dinner so yeah it's, it's pretty heckin good dude not a lot to complain about. You enjoy your pizza in peace, I suppose. Zothus wonders what it would be like if it had some sort of um, something else added. Maybe something sweet, like a, a fruit of some kind, maybe. Oh, uh, you know, that's a really... I really try to stay away from like political comments outside of the COVID jokes. Um... Pineapple on pizza is one of those things, dude. You're gonna like get the comment section all riled up, and then people know the truth about me that I'm a dirty heathen who loves a really good Hawaiian pizza. Bro, so. tomorrow I'm getting a pizza. It's gonna have pineapples and anchovies. It'll be fucking incredible. On the off chance that anyone visits my hometown in Washington, there's a place called Benedito's Pizza that makes hands down the best Hawaiian. It's fresh pineapple and it's got prosciutto on it and really thick ham. It's delicious. So, you you can thank amazing. Canada as well for the Hawaiian pizza. It was invented here. Just Dude, just fucking Hawaii. Canadians are the best. Unless you're John. I love John, though. Jesus. Dude, John and I go way back. I joke with him all the time about being Canadian. <laughs> Canadians are the best. Except for John. Abdullah. Exactly. <laughs> I am a demon, Abdullah. That's why I'm the dungeon master. Uh, Ozon will, um, I guess once we finish this meal, we'll, I guess, well, let's, let's make a plan. What are we, what are we doing tomorrow? I guess it depends on what happens tonight, but what's the plan, team? Oh, expecting something to happen tonight, huh? Well, I said I was going to try to arcane eye. Oh, okay. Stolas, what do you, what do you have, what do you think? About the pizza? No, oh, the pizza is wonderful. Don't ever, we don't need to know about that. But the, the, the plan, what should we do? Hmm, well, I do have, uh, greater invisibility. I could possibly sneak into the, uh, manor of the, uh, what were they? Eldum? Eldums? Ionstones? No, the, uh... Oh, the fucking guy? The fucking guy? Uh, yeah, the, uh, Eldum, I think is what his name is. I'm not on that page, I'm so sorry. The Mr. and the Mrs. in charge of the Lord, the Lord oh, and the oh, Lady. Oh, yes. Yeah, you could go there if that's what you want. I feel that, you know, as someone who has dabbled in 
disappearing people in the past. Um, I have a sneaking suspicion it has something to do with their sick child. A parent would do anything to keep their child alive. And since they're sending people into the mines and those people happen to be disappearing, I can only imagine. Potentially. Potentially. I think investigating why the Lord and Lady have been gone for so long, there's... They don't seem to be forthright with any information to anyone, at least that we know of, and of course, checking the mines. Either way, we can do one or the other first, or we can, uh, we can split up. We got 20 minutes for this episode, so you tell me what you guys want to do. I am curious about these, uh, gems. I'm also curious about the gems. I'm wondering why people that have them are, are being spared the evening attacks. It'd be interesting to get my hands on one. Hmm. <laughs> I, I mean, we could, we could just kind of stalk the city and find someone getting attacked. See what the gem does. Very true, very true. There may be a cache of gems in the mining uh, zone here. It was the. Let me see. The. Uh, mining headquarters. Uh, there may be some gems there if we need to study them. Maybe be able to get our hands on them. What should we do right now? Let's in, you wanted to send your eye into the mines. Let's see what we can discover that from there. Sounds like a plan. All right. Ozal will lead the way out of the portal and close the portal. Wait. Sorry, didn't Zothus have a whole conversation about joining the mining crew? Yeah, it's tomorrow. Yeah, it'll be tomorrow. I, I, it's just a possible. Oh, so we'll have Stola sneak in there with him while he's invisible. Greater invisibility only lasts a minute, just as I have. Oh, okay. That's true. All right, it's... Yeah, we'll, we'll peek on it tonight, and then... Uh, did Zotus tell us that? Or did he just forget to mention that he got a job? He, he did not mention it. I, I didn't mention that I was possibly applying. But no, I it, it didn't seem like it would mean... What? I, I didn't want to report on it yet because nothing really had happened. Zolthus the intern. He's okay, putting Ozal. in roots. Ozal yeah. will um, have uh, will ritual cast uh, find familiar changing vor into a rodent, a little rat, and um, Ozal will walk rat vor out the front door with directions to the um, uh, the mine. And then I'll send a backup arcane eye as well. Pitch him out the window. Like. Oh, can I? Yeah, that would be actually... Yeah, I just didn't want him to run through the tavern and get a health inspector all riled up. <laughs> now they just started serving his delicacy. the rat that's downstairs to see your Oh, rat. yeah! Is that what you're saying? Oh, I don't know if there's levels <laughs> of rats, right? There's an irony there, I feel like, that we should there, see. There is actually kind of an irony. 
Uh, uh, Ozal will uh, cast Arcane Eye, sending it out the window. Uh, Arcane Eye is a fourth level spell. Uh, and it will allow me to create an invisible magic eye within range that hovers in the air for the duration. You mentally receive visual information from the eye, which has a normal vision of, and dark vision up to 30 feet. The eye can look in every direction, uh, and uh, there's no limit to how far it can be from me. And uh, I will have it investigate the mind. One, okay. so Zothus knows what to uh, expect when he gets in there and how to be most efficient with his time. Okay. Also curious if there's any like monsters in the mine. Oh, for sure. Um. Yeah, give me a second because this mine is kind of huge. Let me pull you guys on, so everyone can see. We have ozone. We have burn. And that fucking Zoltis guy. Boop. Go ahead and scroll all the way down. You're not there yet. There's no walls. I just, you can see from the Holy shit, of the this mine, is a huge a reason. mine. Yeah. Holy shit, okay. Uh, if you want to pour pull Vor onto the table, or and or um Do we have token for can I? We don't yet. Uh, I don't think we ever made one. Let me put that in treasure notes here. Little rat vor scurrying in the ground like a little rat vor. Vor will act as your arcane eye, I guess. Okay. Or no, we can do Tensor's floating disc if you want to branch off in different areas. It's kind of this fucking disc thing. Looks like an eye, right? Sure. Um... Yeah, you guys descend into the mines. Um, twisting passageways, it's dark. Uh, Vor easily just kind of creeps past the guards and the, the gloom and the darkness as it continues to rain. Um, scampering across roo rooftops until getting to the mine, he's able to wedge himself under the crack in the doors. These big iron banded, uh, you know, 20 foot tall doors. Uh, and down the passageway. There is what looks to be a dumbwaiter system in the first room, uh, as well as kind of like a lounge area, some, you know, food, general area, uh, and it looks like they can kind of pull things up. I see that you are going down the mine tracks. Oh, I didn't know what that uh, was. I thought it was like stairs. Yeah. Oh, I guess that does make sense. So you can go north or east. East takes you to another complex deeper where the dwarves once de delved. Uh, north takes you through the mine tracks. Um, uh, go I'll and... go north and east. I'll split up. Okay. Uh, go ahead and put Vor here if you're going east, because this is the east. Where? Direction. Oh, my roll 20 is thinking. Right oh, okay. There. Yeah, uh, that's I'm just like basically looking for gems and looking for monsters. Yeah. Um... The arcane eye uh, has to kind of figure its way through the maze down here. The tracks kind of crisscross and move. You get stuck in a back alley and realize you need to backtrack and go left and up. Uh, there's kind of a natural spring, uh, and eventually it leads to a sealed door, which is way above the water up here. 
that has no keyholes, no entrances, and it is perfectly airtight. So you cannot figure out what's in this room from this direction. Um, You can go back out, though, towards the ocean inlet uh, where you can... Can you hear with Arcanine? No, you can just see. Just see. Okay. Uh, There's some lit torches and more rooms. Can I get through it from this way? You can. Does that lead me into the room, or this is still outside the room? It does lead you into this room. Okay. Uh, You can make out what looks like to be an old burial ground, uh, and there is a congregation, yea, a noble court of ghasts uh, and ghouls, and they seem to be talking about something to each other. You're not quite sure what. Um, A lot of them are slick with blood, uh, as the one at the front is kind of speaking to them. Um, you're not quite sure what they're saying. Rabble, 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 Rabble will um, sort of trace this out uh, so that we know where to go. And um, I see there's this green skull thing here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the eye will go and look at that. Or see if he can see what if this thing is reading. Or what is it doing? It uh, seems to be like presenting. Reading. Yeah, or at it least is presenting for sure. It's talking. This room seems to be like an ancient dwarven uh, meeting hall, maybe a place of worship. Um, you can see the Forge Father uh, with some dwarven script around it uh, and a statue uh, of a dwarven deity, as well as what looks like to be some sort of ancient forge hammer that has been set into a sarcophagus. Okay. Ozol will take a good look at the face of... You said this is the Forge Master? No. The hammer, this thing oh, is resting on this it. pedestal, is a sarcophagus. Okay. Ozol but will yes. take a good look at this guy and sort of what he's wearing. And I don't know if these things transform or not, but at least if, if he's in the world in that outfit, we'll kind of recognize him. Yeah. Um, and then um. I'll switch back to Vor. And Vor's going to be looking for uh, those little... Um, I think someone said there was a treasure hoard of these gems. Potentially. Can I show this to you? Oh, no, I can't show it to you. Okay. Um, yes, the ghoul that you're looking at is this armor-clad red and black ghoul. He kind of has what looks like a, like a Spartan-esque mohawk on the top of his helmet. And he's wearing this dark iron armor. The rest of them are just these hulking monstrosities uh, for the four in the middle. Um, with their these giant tongues, uh, really large, formidable bodies, kind of like burn-sized. And the two in the back seem to be lesser ghouls with really long claws. But they only have four claws. Uh, and that's something they all share in common. Oh. So none of these have five claws. Correct. Interesting. Very uh, interesting. As we pan back to Vor... Do their feet have the same number of claws? Yes, four toes. Okay, four. Gotcha. Um, Vor kind of... This is, a, this is a big complex for Vor, right? Little Scampers rat through. He eventually makes it to this room with all these sleeping miners in it. Uh, there are common folk. They are just miners. Mine, the... 
common miners, common people, some of them are dwarves, some of them are humans, unfortunately the commoner token is just normal token. Yeah. Uh, for commoners. Making your um, way further east uh, to this kind of colorful sec. Oh, do you want to go in there? Yeah, what is... There's, like, writing here? Can Ozol... Or, uh, can Vor... Uh, I can see through his eyes, so I guess can I... Is there anything written on there that is important, or is it just like just yeah? It's just manifest. Minor. Um, talking about shipments and sizes. Uh, there's a couple contracts on the table. You would assume that this is a secondary workspace um, for the dwarven guy, um, and it's just shipping manifests and sizes. Is there any company no. names there that are that we could maybe say? Oh, we're a representative from blank blank. Oh, uh, I have not made up any on the spot um but mm. sure uh actually you know it'd be a really cool tie-in mm, i got this uh sanguine chalice is uh their symbol is on one of the pieces of paper uh and they are requesting fine steel perfect um vor will uh exit and continue looking for this gem horde that may or may not be here Okay, uh, as you go to the right, there is what looks like some sort of myconid, uh, which is like a mushroom people glade. Um, there's all kinds of fluorescent mushrooms. Uh, there's a couple ghast feeding on some lizard, lizard folk commoners. Um, and they're just disgusting form. They are just horking them down. Yeah, um, I, won't, I won't explore too deep then. I'll back out and continue looking. If you keep going north, okay. I want to get to this. All right, yeah, go ahead and do it. You go up and around then, exploring more. Um, that is something very interesting to you. Uh, it is an arcane inscribing pedestal uh, used for the crafting of magical items. Spread out, you can see different colored gems and all kinds of things. Its flame is on but the activation keys, which are these like pedestals, the blue, the yellow, the purple, are not active currently. Sorry, you said this is Arcanian or Arcadian? Arcane. Okay, gotcha. One who wields magic. It is a crap. How large are these little things? Uh, they're like large beakers full of different colored gems. Like um, like a pot, almost. Think like Legend of Zelda. Like a pot full a of gems? Ruby. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Is that's Ozol will describe what these things look like and ask. Uh, I think Zothis is the only one that's actually seen them. If that's what he's seen, uh, Cody, I guess uh, would that um, be uh, the same th same gems? Uh, you're not sure. These seem smaller. Um, you're not sure if they grow in size when they, you know, activate with someone. Do you want to try and use one? I want to have Vor, like, eat one of each of them. That would be cool. <laughs> then okay. we can get them out. Or, um, oh, you said use them. What do you mean by that? I'm trying to be vague. I guess, like, put it in the fire? Touch it. They are fully crafted items in a jar. Oh, so they are good to go, Those these things. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. I'll, I mean, if I can steal a green one, which I think is the only one we've seen so far, I would like to. Yeah, uh, go ahead. Sure. 
yeah, you have Vor's little rat tail kind of climb up the edge of the pedestal, loop around one, grab it. Uh, as he scampers back down, I need you, Ozol, to make a charisma saving throw. With Vor's sheet or my sheet? With your sheet. As a telepathic connection travels through Vor to you, seeing through that you are seeing through his eyes currently. Saving throw is going to be uh 13 mm, I could re-roll that I'm going to re-roll that Let's see charisma saving throw nat 20 22 yeah are you ready for the downfall of those all the wires oh no your eyes turn an emerald green and that is where we end our episode Oh, oh no! Oh no! Got that jade! Uh oh. That jade indeed. I'm scared. You should be. Even with a nat 20? Even with a nat 20. It, he just says sometimes high rolls are worse. You do but it's a saving throw, though. Fair. Yeah, I know. Out of curiosity, if it is not re-rolled, that's one of the things we changed from last season to this season. I wasn't higher thresholds on DCs. If he re-rolled, say, and it was lower, would you just take whatever higher on the lucky? I think he gets to choose. Hang on, with Burns bonus though. No, you are not physically there. This is a mental connection to connection. That is a good thought, though. Amazing. Sorry, I guess I'm dead. Nah, man, <laughs> you're not dead. This is the hook, line, and sinker for next episode. Play it up. Emerald eyes, Ozol. I get to attack everybody next episode. It's be awesome. Alright. Uh, Cody, you want to leave anything off before we uh, say bye to the people in the world? Well, welcome to the hive, baby. Welcome to the Matrix. Love you all. I will bye. see you next week for episode two. Hey! What the hell?